And with his fucking internet, he won't be calling in till 8.15. We're on, by the way. We're live. Amico, I'm, I'm not there yet. I am on late night West Coast time, Portland. All right, everybody. How are you guys doing? It's nice to be back. Ain't I missed it? you guys last week, guys. I really did. Kevin, you look like a whole new man. Yep. What's that? What's that? You look like a whole new man. What are you talking about? Look, oh, at, this, ha- look oh. at this fucking handsome guy. Uh, yeah. You're fresh. Yeah, fresh cut. Kevin, th- Kevin looks like he's going to go out to the Snapcase concert tonight. What the hell is Snapcase? It's one of them ska bands, right? Like one of them kind of like 2000s bands. No, no FX. Snapcase. Oh, you're going to make the reference. At least fucking know what you're talking yeah. about. No, FX I didn't was- know what I was talking about. No effects. I don't know what a Snapcase is, but no effects is legendary. So if you're going to put someone in the category of no effects, you better know what you're talking about. Snapcase was an American hardcore punk band from Buffalo, New York. There you go. Did they, play, did they play the American Legion on Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange? I don't know, but they had a song called Caboose. Uh, I bet you it was about Heinies. I mean, Tell, right, man, who's, who's running the Mark Order page right now? Because <laughs> Snapcase is not Ska. Thanks it's for making not- me look like a dick, Schlong. <laughs> I thought you were my pal, Schlong. Dick Schlong and Prosper. Oh. Uh, I got a, a Mark Order podcast story. Oh, Ooh, do tell, it. please. I don't know if you guys... Is, right. this, is this pre-show worthy or is this show worthy? Whoa. Oh, God. Uh, it might, you know worthy. what? Let's, let's start the show. I'll kick it off. It's Ant Money. Oh, well, fuck him anyway. I don't like him. That makes sense because he likes hardcore music. <laughs> He's hardcore. Experiment, well, experimental. I'll, I'll tell the story when we start the show. Um, we got Miko Maestro calling in shortly uh, for his twenty seventh appearance. Um, yes, we eat we eat reindeer stew. Reindeer poop. Yes, he poop. said. He said. He, he actually. Look, guys, we have this is like the seventh time on the show. We have to talk about his wrestling career. He clearly, he said he had. I'm always interested in his wrestling career. You're always worried about about his his fucking reindeer stew and his poops. This is all your fault. You booked him as a joke for our anniversary show. He ruined the joke because you didn't tell him it was a joke. All right, we're going to tell the story again. He He won't go away. He's the best, though. I love him. So. Yeah, right, he said he has show. something. He said he has something to talk about. So this will be exciting. Miko Meister tonight. We're gonna talk Cody Rhodes leaving AEW Elimination Chamber. No surrender. We got some new segments we're gonna try out tonight, and it's all here next on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode five seventy three. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is J.J. Dillon, the leader of the original Four Horsemen, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame 2013 WWE Hall of Fame as part of the Four Horsemen 2012, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards. What's up, 
motherfuckers! I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls! The fuck are you talking about? What <laughs> a fucking loser! Fuck the shiny wizards! And once again, welcome back, everyone, to another live edition. We're always live now because we're all the way live of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on The Rant, Rant Entertainment Media, rantemradio.com. Coming to you live on all forms of social media, including the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Twitches, and the YouTubes. Oh, yeah. Going with you wherever you go via podcast, by every single podcasting platform. And tonight, once again, we are here to do the wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. K-J-G. What's you up, see, boys? I didn't have practice last week because I wasn't here, so now I didn't know which way to point for Kevin again. And I didn't yeah, want to think ter- that anybody. Yeah, you're terrible. Yeah, you're terrible. Uh, at least I didn't try to steal your gimmick tonight, so there's that. That's true. I'm learning. No gimmicks, no gimmicks stealing. No gimmicks being stolen. So before Miko joins us, I have to tell this this story. And if you want to watch the video, it's on the Mark Order podcast. uh, Oh, I know where you're going. Okay. Mark Order pod. Oh, boy. Um, A couple months ago, Uh uh, when the doctor, Danny, Danny Russ, was still part of the Mark Order, uh, pre-Mark Order, but it was just something to do during the pandemic, we decided we were going to do the stupid one-chip challenge. Oh, this is an old video? No, no. This video was shot Thursday night. Oh, um, okay. All right. All right. Mama Mia. I like it. Oh, All I right. did see this. <laughs> so uh so it's on the Mark Order Podcast Instagram, Mark Order Pod. Um we do this stupid one chip challenge, and the chip is it blows burner bliss out of the fuck. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, I can't do this on an empty stomach. So I had four slices of pizza and three of these delicious margarita drinks before we did this. Uh, I I, I ate this fucking chip. I lasted four whole minutes. Yep. Before I was like, I need God bless Danny. He went like half an hour without drinking anything. (laughs) Bro, my fucking shit was my face was on fire. My lips. So finally, I'm like, nope, I'm out. I need some milk. So I go to the refrigerator, right? And I just start pouring myself glasses of milk. Refrigerator. I drank three glasses of milk. The fourth glass, I get halfway through it. A chunk hits me in the lips. Uh Oh, milk's bad. Oh, no. I drank uh, three and a half glasses of sour milk. But I couldn't (laughs) taste it because my face was on fire. <laughs> wow! What a fucking disaster! So, what uh, happened? Was there any negative other than your personal distress? Was there any negative outcome from the drinking the spoiled milk? No, the spoil. I don't think the spoiled milk affected me. The chip was so hot, I couldn't tell it was sour. Right, right. Like I couldn't taste anything. I was just like, well, I got to drink this milk to make it go away. Now you see. 
I think I think if I was drinking that glass and that chunk hit me, that would have been it. Reversal of fortune. I would no, have fucking yeah. I was like, I can't fucking throw. I can't throw up. I can't throw up in the sink because it wasn't just. I had four slices of pizza in me. Like it would have been a fucking <laughs> mess. And All you know right. what? If it burned when I ate it, coming back up, it would have been a thousand times worse. Oh, you would have fucking. You would have been dead. You would have had to go to the hospital. I feel like you kind of have to. You have to do it though. Throw up. Like, yeah, because in in the long run. It's better to throw up than to deal with whatever you're going through. You know what, Kevin? Kevin's on to something there because it's, 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 it, it, it sucks. For, like as an experienced drinker, I've had my fair share of uh, throwing up, like on purpose, just to feel better. So like it, it hurts in that moment, but you would have felt a ton better if you had just done it. Yeah, well, but so- but Kev, the difference here is though he's got the hot shit on top of everything else, and like that. Once that shit starts like yeah. percolating, nah. I don't. I see. I disagree with that theory. I don't think throwing up hot stuff is hot coming back up. Just like throwing up cold stuff is cold coming back up. It's already. It's in no. you. It, it is what it is. Look, no, no. Processed. But, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. The chip was Carolina Reaper and Ghost Pepper. I was not having a good time. It took me about fifteen minutes. Right at one point, I had to go out on the sun porch and just sit on the couch. <laughs> well, then I was good. But then six o'clock in the morning, Friday, my stomach was was not. In, it was mad at me, but I didn't shit my pants. I didn't have to go shit. It just hurt. But then Friday, I was good. I had no uh, there was no ramifications. Well, here, here's a note. Here's a note about how silly you are. Um, Aunt Money, uh, you they put the chip on a napkin for you and then you grabbed it with your bare hands to eat it anyway. What's wrong with you? I will do anything to entertain. I'm an entertainer. That's true. Yeah, you but, are, the, ta- yeah, you but, are the talent. Once, but here's once the thing. Like, Jamie Miller said, if there was a song that would describe you, it's Billy Joel's The Entertainer. I knew this was a bad idea, and I just, I was, uh, I got nervous. And my chip was broken, and I wanted to make sure I ate the whole, fu- it was a fucking disaster. How, how many beers in were you when you did this? I only had like two margaritas, three margaritas. I was good. I was sober as a fucking post and right. and and four slices of pizza how's that ddp treating you <laughs> bro i fucked up my back last week so i didn't do yoga all week today was the first so day I did yoga in a week. Of pizza and a hot potato chip You're i was hungry disaster. man i was hungry miko how are you buddy hey hey guys Fucking Fuck miko. and miko's let it be known that this is the first time in the seventeen thousand times that miko's been on the show that his internet is actually working tonight this is amazing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I thought about it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, got, I got to ask you right off the bat. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you reading my letters uh, to all your Twitter followers. Uh, what other kind of mail have you been getting lately? It seems like your uh, your your Twitter your mailbox, your legit mailbox, has been getting filled with uh, letters and notes and postcards from fans. I mean, what's happening? Oh, yeah, let's get straight to the business. So, uh, yeah, it seems like the whole world keeps mailing me, and it's all about the same subject. And people think that I suck, and they think I wrestle this. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. And on top of all, I wrestle this guy. Uh, they also apparently I pronounce his name incorrectly, so I think Uh-oh. he's called Tombstone Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got feedback that I can't pronounce his name. So yeah, here, Mr. Jesus, if you have Wi-Fi in Utah and you're watching, yes, yeah. you're welcome. I corrected very, my mistake. Very popular uh, luchador, Tombstone. Oh, yes. 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 So, uh, but the thing about that, uh, so I tweeted about him actually earlier this year that 
my goal for this year is to wrestle this guy because uh, I heard about him in your podcast actually, and I looked him up. I had not heard about Mr. Jesus before, no, no, no. and uh, I was surprised because he's a talent. You know, he has the moves and he has the looks. People who haven't seen him, he looks kind of like Santa Claus on steroids. So, uh, it, by the way, are you guys are you guys still sponsored by Manscaped? Because you know you could make a full coat out of his out of his chest hair. You know, it's he could need some products like that. I wish, because uh, my because my Manscaped razor broke, so I need a new one. Oh, damn it! So. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get it back now. Maybe we'll get Mr. Jesus here to yes. uh, advertise the products. You can do a full full uh, three hour video shaving his chest. You know, it might take a while. <laughs> anyway, so. The thing is, uh, he apparently he saw my post and he posted a video about it. And I was pretty excited. I was like, oh, that's great. He responded, let's see. And, and what a disappointment. What a class act. So here's this guy. You know, I immigrated to the United States a couple of years ago. And I thought I respect the culture over here. And I thought it's like two-way streak. But apparently not. You know, all Mr. Jesus did that he was just... Uh, Talking, I don't know the word to say it, but like talking trash, talking trash about uh, this national food, uh, tuna pizza. It's an excellent pizza topic in case you haven't tried it. And if you ever go to Manskum Pizza Kebab, I gladly encourage you to order it. So, uh, yeah, so I was very, very disappointed. Because I don't, in my videos, I never talk bad about apple pies, you know, and, oh, but yet no, he's no. just shooting at me, just straight shooting. You know, I was insulted. So now, now it's on. Now I, I tell you, like, on my third episode, I started losing it myself. You know, my mailbox, there's probably like 12 letters. And it's just tombstone this and tombstone that, you know. Everybody wants me to face this guy. Uh, but yeah, so uh, let, let's, let's announce it right now. 2022 at Jersey Shore at Matt Bowman Spring Break. We're going to have the first, <laughs> Yo. first ever tuna pizza or a pole match at the main event. <laughs> Miko Maestro against Mr. Jesus. That's... Special guest referee, the shiniest of wizards, Kevin. And in my <laughs> corner, we will have Miko Money Maestro with my corner man, millionaire Matt himself. And Tony, Tuna Tony, you can be on Tombstone's corner. He's your favorite wrestler. You know, you love him to death. You're his only fan. Uh, bring so... it on, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, we, so, uh, we, we floated around the idea of like doing our own show. This is the show that we need to do. Oh, this yeah. is the main event, no doubt. Yeah. By the way, yeah, by the yeah, way, sure. uh, quick plug: if you're ever in Helsinki, it's Manskun Pizza Kebab. It's at one thirty Manor Hymenite. The phone number <laughs> there is zero nine two four one zero six hundred. Make sure you dial the Finland and the website if you need it is manskunpizza.fi. Go, go go buy a tuna pizza from them and support Miko and his people. Yeah, Billy, you can you can you can find it anywhere, man. It's it's good stuff, you know. It's a very popular product in Finland. In States, yeah, but that's, you know, but that's you, but that's your pizzeria, like that's your yeah, stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wanna, yeah. I, when people go to Helsinki, I want them to have the authentic Miko Maestro experience. That's why exactly. I'm in if you if you don't think I'm uh, not going to put a wrestling ring on my front yard, I would a thousand percent do that. I also have the football field across the street. I don't know what kind of hoops we would need to jump through for that, but uh, Matt, my hooks run deep in Morris County. We're good. Oh yeah, dude, we could we could put this together, no doubt. We could absolutely. Yeah, put sounds this together. great. So for you guys, uh, if you cover my travel, I'll kick this guy's ass for free. And when it comes to Mister Jesus, uh, I'm pretty sure last time he I checked his fees were 
pair of Budweiser slippers and a bottle of Jack Daniels. So I'm sure you can afford getting him, you know. He'll probably walk to the venue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Miko's got a fucking yeah. meat I love it. I like it. I like it. Hey, he, he started it, man. He, he went personal. Man, you know, <laughs> this guy. Uh, I mean... Listen. Yeah. We don't we don't like to start trouble, but if we can create magic, uh, I think you versus Tombstone Jesus, Jesus is, magic, yeah. is magic. If you uh, if you want to get under his skin, talk about his shitty kid and his shitty fucking <laughs> yeah. Otto von Dickbag. Yeah. Now that now that's a shoot. See that's that that's why Matt's gonna be on my corner. That's that's my man over there. Yeah. Money Maestro and Millionaire Matt. There you go. And I'll, I'll stay neutral as the ref. I have to, I have to, yeah. I have to be neutral. I when, love you both. Yeah. When did this Money Maestro thing start? Is this new? Oh, yeah. It started today. You know, because you were the Millionaire Matt. You know, I was thinking, like, how we can, you know, combine, you know. Because I'm money. You know, you, you know, you know, I'm money. Oh, yeah. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have you on a podcast 18 dollars. times if we weren't. Huh? <laughs> I said we wouldn't have you on the podcast eighteen times if you weren't money. <laughs> What's the uh? What do you call your uh? What do you call your weird red money in Finland? You could be like Zongbok oh. Maestro. <laughs> we, yeah, we use uh, uh, squirrel. You know, squirrel skin. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. Yes, I've heard yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, actually, it was more like three hundred years ago, but apparently that was the first currency in Finland oh, before uh, Euro's game. I'm an idiot. It's a euro, so never mind. Someone's gonna tell me I'm an idiot in the chat. Nope, squirrel skin. Yeah. yeah. No. Hey, I know. I have to ask. So, is it Jesus or Jesus? Is that Jesus like from the Bible? Yes. Not he's the Bible a- that you would probably read or any normal human being, but he's some. He's from some kind of Bible. Yeah. No, I see. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Let's cut the promo <laughs> here. All right. Okay, All right. Matt. Keep the recording, put it on. No, so we're going to turn it off. Wait, hold on. Mr. Okay. Okay. So, Mr. Tombstone Jesus, if that is your real name, you've been sitting on your corner, tumbling your Bible, and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Well, Tuna Finn 3.16 says, I taste real roots of pizza. So, I'll see you and your no good son in the Matt, Matt Bowman spring break. 2022, we're coming for you. Ha, huh, Matt, what are you going to say? Easy with the fucking my name, bro. Kayfabe. <laughs> I love it. your name, Miko. What are you dude, doing? Dude, Tuna Fish I'm... Pizza 316 needs to be a shirt. Actually, you know what? It's okay because there is a real, uh, there's a professional wrestler on the East Coast who shares the same name as me. And uh, at least once a week, I guess somebody, somebody sends me a message thinking I'm him. So go nuts. Brother, <laughs> dude, tuna fish three sixty. This is what I have to say, Tombstone Jesus. You bring your heavy metal, your mountain rock, your pussy ass kid. Bring oh him to New Jersey. Euro Maestro and Millionaire Matt. We're cleaning up. We're taking you to the fucking bank, brother. You're gonna go back to Utah. That shithole. <laughs> what? Don't be fooled by that. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt, I think it's pronounced Salt Lake City. Oh, you can't trust those Mormons out there. Those Mormons are weird. They'll blow up the fucking church. They'll blow up the car. Don't trust those people. We'll send you back with your fucking cut-off jeans. You're looking like Joe Bowman with your cut-off jean shorts, all right? And your fucking Budweiser. Get out of here. You're out. You're done. Miko Maestro, Millionaire Matt, 
the fucking Finnish American Express. <laughs> Yo, I think I don't even know if I want to be the referee anymore. I feel, I feel like we, we we're on the, on the precipice of a new NWO here. Here's the like thing, we, right? I feel like I we think, all can be involved in this together. I feel like a fraud because I like Tombstone Jesus. I don't know how I begin. I don't know. I don't oh, want to have to choose. I don't. I like Miko too. Why do I have to choose? That's a good point. Wait, you're turning on me already. You're supposed yeah, to do the turn in the show. Now, now we spoiled the ending for everybody. Damn it, Matt. No, Terrible. I don't know why I'm cutting a promo. I'm too, I don't like his kid. His kid's a shithead. Hey, you I see, he, here's the other problem. Matt doesn't have ring experience. I have ring experience. So if there's any funny business, I could jump in there and give, give Tombstone the hot tag. And then you got to deal with me. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you uh, going to do? Wait, are you teasing that you're going to dust dust off the experiment gimmick? I'm just saying, if Tombstone needs somebody to watch his back, he doesn't have to go too far. That's all I'm saying. I see. I see. <laughs> this, is, this is really, this is not what you had in mind, did you, Mika? Well, this is a Mika no, this, podcast. This, this, this escalates really fast. How long? We've been recording for 20 minutes. Now I'm all fired up. You could boil. Uh, I mean, we finish people. We don't really show emotion. So this is this a lot, you know. You know, if you ever go to Finland, they are like. But right now, you could uh, fry an egg on my forehead. You're that mad. You don't look mad. Yes. Yes. That's oh cool. no, no. I, I try to. It's it's uh, inappropriate to show emotion in my culture. So, so. Uh, is that a fact? So I take a deep breath and I say. Tony, I'm gonna make you and Tombstone Jesus eat two large sized tuna pizzas when I go up to the pole, up to the first rope, second rope, top rope, and I'll grab the pizza and stuff it all down your throat with that one potato chip with a ghost pepper on it from Matt's special bag. And then we'll see who's the last man standing. I've had a lot already out of Matt's special bag. Yeah, Matt's new to special me. That's no, we got a name of the show. Matt's special bag. Matt's. Let me write that down. Matt's I'm writing it down right now. Matt's <laughs> special bag. Nothing. Miko, you're the freaking best. Man. And his delivery was perfect too. Matt's special bag. Matt's special bag. <laughs> Here's the. I just. Miko, how do you know you can trust me? Ooh. Oh. Great question. Matt's. Oh, Matt's a tweener. Like, what mm. if I? What, look. What if it's. What if it's all about me? What if I'm like Raven? It's all about me. What if I turn on you and Tombstone Jesus? Ooh. Go into business for yourself? Yeah, what are you going to do? That's... Get Manny Lemons to be yeah, on your team? Yeah, I team up on. with his shitty oh, Man, Manny Lemons and Larry Lime, Gary Grapes, and whatever great dress <laughs> that we have on Yuda. Gary <laughs> Carrots. Gary Carrots. Look, those are some fine people down in Devotion Championship Wrestling. I'm not going to knock any of those guys. Those guys are Those guys are all right. Oh, yeah, Man, they're great. Bunch many. of vegetables and fruit. Paul <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. plums. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is what you've been up to, Miko. You've been... First of all, why would you give Tony your address to send you mail? <laughs> secondly, uh, secondly, I appreciate the fact that you wear the Shining Wizards t-shirt and all these, um, yes. these videos. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, so, so here's the thing. Actually, uh, I didn't want to give Tony my address, but when he sent me a T-shirt, he ended up, you know, like, you know, sliding himself into there on my uh, circle of trust, you see. And uh, apparently it was a mistake. Yeah. I mean, I could have told you that before you sent the T-shirt. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's a good shirt, though. I mean, as you can see on the video, and you can buy them from Pro Wrestling Tees if you want to have your own. Am I correct? Yes, but we're not here to promote us. We're here. Uh, to- no, you- wait a minute. There's there's actually a flash sale going on as we speak for President's Day. Fifteen percent off. Miko Maestro shirts and Shining Wizard shirts. Go get oh, them. exactly. Yeah, but uh, what is President's Day? We don't celebrate that in Finland. So well, no, uh, we celebrate. Used, we used to celebrate George Washington's birthday, who was the first president, and we celebrate and a great general, by the way, and. Uh, the 16th president, uh, Abraham Lincoln, we celebrated his birthday. And then eventually they got tired of giving everybody two days for holidays. And they said, oh, let's just make it President's Day. Well, so that's yeah, kind of where I it came it. from. I think oh, okay. I think that I think President's Day is actually a celebratory event for all of. Past yeah, but that's where it came from. It was yeah. originally we celebrated uh, Washington and Lincoln's birthday. Yes. And th- this is recent, though, because I used to have both Lincoln and Washington's birthday and President's Day off. So Lincoln and President's Day were a thing at the same time. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That I'm drinking you. my elementary Hackensack lager tonight. It's a little gaseous. Uh, so I don't, I no longer, I had today off, but I no longer have uh, Lincoln's birthday off. I don't think. Womp womp. <laughs> so. No, what a shame. Yeah. Well, yeah. you really just walk around and grab people by their pussies. That's what it's all about. Whoa. Come Dude, on what? now. What? He was the president. He got a day and we all had to fucking honor that dick bag. <laughs> What? Otto von Klatsch? No, <laughs> Donald da- Baron von Raschke? <laughs> yes, Baron von Raschke was known for the pussy claw. <laughs> I see, I see. Oh boy. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Miko, since uh, uh, Finnish Independence Day, what have you been up to? You've been out there working, wrestling, and that. I saw some look, I gotta ask. So I saw on your Twitter at uh Miko Maestro. Mm-hmm. Um you're doing a pro it looks like you're doing a promo outside. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but it is it is not Portland is not warm this time of year. No, no, it ain't. So uh uh yeah, that's a local soccer team that uh uh have been coming to show support me and uh they asked, you know, hey Mr. Maestro if you could uh give us a shout out on social media. And I was like, yeah, I'm all up for supporting local. So that's the thing, you know, uh, I had a show last night, so I was still on my gear. I think it looked great on the video, but we couldn't be indoors, you know, because of the crowd noise and whatever. So we had to go outside and, uh, yeah. But I mean, it's not too bad compared to Finland, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, it's not that, not that cold, but that's, that is correct. Yes. Um, so, uh, Dairy City FC, I hope you'll do well on your futsal season. And thank you for the support. Uh, is is there any alternative plans to you challenging Tombstone Jesus per, perhaps in your neck of the woods? Oh, here in uh, oh, in, in Helsinki? No, you're not. Have... What? This is not an international call, is it? Because if it is, this is costing us money. <laughs> no, no, I'm in Pacific Northwest. But I was thinking, like, if you could... Uh, uh, world famous Manskun Pizza Kebab to sponsor the event, you know, then we could probably probably book a like, nice ice hockey hall, you know. Bro. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Utah is close to Oregon. I, I've been there once. I think it's like a 10 hour drive or so. Or so. Uh, it's been a while. So, yeah. No, no, let, but, let's go back. I think I think maybe we can get your uh, your good friend Starbuck to get the hookup back in Helsinki. And we could get Menskun Pizza to to uh, sponsor it. There's your tuna pizza on a pole match. I'm sure Tombstone Jesus would love having a couple of beers 
with some Finnish fellas. Come on, man. Why do we have to be on a pole? Yeah, I don't know. Does he have a passport? I don't think he can read or write, so it might be hard for him to fill up the application. But He's too yeah. Jesus, bro. He can go wherever he wants. That's no, I see. He, can, he can walk through the water, you know, just over the ocean. All the way That's it. Look, between, no, between me and you, I don't think he can enter Canada because he probably has a criminal record. Oh, come on. Dude, you don't look like Tombstone Jesus. Play Mountain Metal and be like a, a fucking... He's probably like at some point he was running meth or heroin allegedly. Oh God! Oh, come on, dude. What? I don't like this at all, bro. Two right, so, has right, never Tony, done anything to you, Tony. For all, Tony. For all, for all legal purposes, Matt said, said may allegedly. have allegedly could have didn't confirm any of it. So I don't. Matt, you're wow, man. Legally. I think. Look, he just does not look like he's helping grandmothers cross the street. All right, looks he's like a nice guy. He's a moon. He's his name is Jesus for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. but that's before he drinks a twelve pack of Budweisers. He doesn't drink. Do you not pay attention to anything that we talk to our guests about? Don't ruin the image. I have. <laughs> I, I have made this. When Tombstone Jesus is done with us, right? He talks to us. He's going to eat his fucking ribeye steak and his potato. He's going to run for 17 hours, PCO style. Homeboy goes down to the bar, the biker bar. He's railing just things all over. He's at the bar. He don't care. He's taking his wang out. He's smashing things at the bar. He's just doing shots. Why does he have to take his wang out? Like, I don't understand. How else do you have sex, Tony? What are you talking? Dude, it's Jesus. Yeah, he smashes things all over Utah. Wow. Uh, oh boy. And this meat goes over here, he's gonna call him out. This is I look, I would love yeah, to I, I, I think I should have talked with Matt before I opened my big mouth, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know. This is just hey, yeah. it's the image so let's I see. Have what's, in my head. Yeah, what well, so today's the President's Day. So next Monday is the Vice President's Day. Maybe you could have a uh, tombstone Jesus as your guest and you can ask his opinion about it. This so is how great Miko Maestro is. He books himself and now he's booking other guests for us. No. <laughs> hey, my, hey, listen. No, the show is booked next week already. I love Miko. Miko, what size <laughs> underwear do you wear to hold those fucking big balls of yours? Uh, I don't wear underwear. <laughs> I know I've seen your matches (laughs) Motherfucker's got an eggplant To fucking go back to Finland with Easy over Jesus easy man Oh easy I'm talking about the man's fucking prowess And and that's easy Come on So wait Tombstone Jesus Responded to you On the video Like is is this gonna happen Obviously you can't just th- tell me you're having a wrestling match at my house. I have to prepare for this. Yeah, so, he's got uh, to tell his wife. Le- yeah. Le- <laughs> so I'm not going to have a wife. <laughs> okay. Let's let's see. Here's uh, uh, the last thing I heard from Mr. Hesu. <clears throat> 23 hours ago, this needs to happen. Feast, fire, feast, 100. Whatever that that rest of it means, I don't know something biblical. I guess I don't know. That, uh, means, he, that means he likes you. Wait, feast <laughs> or fist? Fist. Well, I hope Tombstone, he doesn't watch this podcast. Tombstone he loves like me anymore. He loves he loves the powerful emojis when he's messaging back and forth. I know that. So 
he's he's all about it, bro. He's all we got to make this happen. We got to figure this out. I was actually well, looking for flights to Salt Lake City, to be honest with you, because I, I mean, if you were travel, why to not miss the fucking match of a lifetime? Come on, a lifetime, yes. Oh. You know, you was- there, there is a great promotion over there uh, uh, called Devotion Champions Wrestling. You know, in yep. Salt Lake City, maybe we can do it over there. Uh, but I think you have to contact uh, Bruno Broccoli or whoever is booking it right now. Manny Lemons. It's not 11. There you go. Gary Grapes. Lots of, lots of bananas. <laughs> oh, I don't even... What the fuck is going on here? Okay. So, so just for the record, all of you haven't seen uh, Manny Lemons is an excellent talent from Utah and uh, running this promotion. Uh, very high quality, very high quality production. Devotion Japanese wrestling. If you joke around, joke around a lot in this podcast, but if you ever have a chance, if you're around uh, Salt Lake City, I highly recommend going watching it. Or uh, you can see Manny Lemons. Uh, he's on Impact Wrestling, uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling. He's all over the place. Excellent talent. Not as good as me. Not as good as Tombstone Jesus or Jesus or Gary Grapes. But he's on like he's like a top top four. Yes. There you go. Yeah, and you can catch Devotion on uh, Fight TV for free every week. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I think I. I think uh, Motzbach puts it best. Hogan versus Andre ain't got shit on Tombstone versus Miko. Truer words have never been spoken on this show, and this show's been going on for a long time. I really thought you were going to come on to announce you versus Tombstone Jesus, but this is... Now you just... Wait, all the shit you were talking, now you're disappointed? Are you serious? I thought it was going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. We're going to go coast to coast. We do one in Utah and the rematch of a lifetime on the spring break. Jerry Shore, Matt, Matt's Basement <laughs> Wrestling Federation. Can't wrestle in my basement, bro. I can barely, I can barely walk down there. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. The, Matt, roof, Matt, the, ceiling is, the ceiling's low. That's all right. Front, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. What's the host of backyard wrestling? Like front yard wrestling? Yes. Apartment building wrestling? Whatever. Yeah. Something, something like that. We'll figure it mm. out. Yeah, part yeah. of building wrestling is something a little different, Miko. You might have to do some research on that. No, don't. Mm. don't. <laughs> yeah. English is my second language for, but yes. Uh, don't no, worry, I'm we'll very, learn you. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. I'm very very excited about this. Uh, hopefully, it happens rather sooner than later. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be a good one. I mean, as you can all see from my face, I'm I'm furious. I'm just yeah, boiling yeah. hot right now. I might be smiling just to cover it up, but uh, oh boy! Yeah. Just to, so one thing I like to mention: uh, last week we had Valentine's Day, and in Finland we do not celebrate Valentine's Day. We have instead this thing called Friends Day. So every February 14th, you celebrate all the friendship of your life. It's just general, not not nothing romantic, just friendships. And I did not celebrate my friendship with Tombstone Jesus because that friendship died the second he posted the video on Twitter. Yes. Wow. As you can see, Furios, the flame in my eyes. See, Brett. <laughs> this is so. Friendship uh... has sunk. What, uh, what, else, live. what else have you been up to, Miko? How's the new year treating you? Oh, I've been, I've been actually real busy. It's been really good. Really good. Maybe sometimes. I mean, kind of tiring, you know, just being so busy, but no, it's been great. You know, still uh, training every week, wrestling every week. Uh, besides, I unfortunately, I got COVID. Not right now. I recovered from it, but I had to take a couple of weeks break. But 
since like mid January, I've been doing shows. I think every weekend nonstop. Besides, then I had COVID. Been training every week, uh, once or twice a week. Going to the gym. It's just good. It's been great. Uh, there's been shows actually. This new venue over here, uh, BCW runs shows there. It's in a walking distance from my house, so I don't have to drive there. It's great, you know. You can save on the gas money and yeah, no, it's been really good. Uh, as I don't know if I mentioned to you guys before, I'm doing the Chip and Dale entrance on the shows and people put money, you know, on my tights. So it's getting over and uh, uh, I upped my rates. People are putting $5 bills now starting yesterday. So I'm really, yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. You know how wow. to do it. You, you know, you know how to make a buck, Nico. Yeah. No, no, but yeah, couldn't be happier. Uh, getting in the shape of my life, you know, not yet, but I'm, I'm getting us uh during the pandemic, I was doing the home workouts, but it's not the same. You know, you got to lift heavy weights, you know, to, you know, to look like uh, Otto von Clutch, you know. But, uh, yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, Otto von, Otto von, Otto von Clutch long. doesn't lift shit, just so you know. That <laughs> fucking flat you know, piece of shit. I, I, first of all, I know why you're so mad about him. Uh, I'll tell I you. You met... want to know why, Miko? Sure. I'll tell you why. I booked all right. him, we booked him to be on the show, and he couldn't take a goddamn joke on Twitter and he fucking blocked us. And then he was like, I ain't doing your show. Cause you're unprofessional. I was just trying to get your shitty fucking gimmick over asshole. How do you like them apples? Wow. You know what, Tony, Tony, I support Matt on this <laughs> fucking hand job. Take yourself so seriously. You wrestle in fucking Utah and you wear a goddamn fucking surfer outfit. Like the fucking Sandman in 1993. Go fuck your hand. Otto von Dixnot. Yeah. Miko, Miko. We've, been doing, we've been doing this a long time for someone to do that to us. We don't need them. Miko, they, they say time heals all wounds, but apparently not enough time has passed for Matt and Kevin. I like to forget. I'm angry as Matt is, but I support him in his cause about this. <laughs> See how he walked it back, Miko? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm, I stand by. If Matt wanted to die on the hill, I'd be right there with him on this hill. You're watching him die. <laughs> no, no, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> the Mark Order podcast is right. Tombstone Hey Zeus, Zeus is in big trouble. He's gonna, have, he's gonna have a Z shaved in the side of his head. No, in his chest hair. And his chest hair. <laughs> After Manscaped. <laughs> God damn, pal. Yeah, I, I feel like last time I heard Otto's name, uh, I think I was booked in like was the Hood Slam or uh, Super Beast yeah. running shows in Las Vegas, and those are like all real good people. So I doubt that if anybody's working, you know, uh, on those promotions. That I guess it can't be that bad. Then again, if your dad is Mr. Tombstone, I guess that apple doesn't fall, you know, far from the tree. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. There you go. I, I love, I love me some Tombstone, Jesus. Grant, you should, you should watch his early CMLL stuff. He's, uh, wow. he's incredible. His AAA Woo. stuff as Tombstone, Jesus is incredible. Just saying. <laughs> that was. I a, see. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> 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 well, Miko, this has been riveting. I can't believe you called him out, and he's and you're in his corner. You could DM me, bro. You could let me know what's up. I could really like. I would have fucking like had dollar glasses from the dollar store. I would have really like. <laughs> I'm so Go over. the dollar. Don't worry, Matt. I'll, I'll be on your podcast like in the next two weeks or so. You know, check the calendar. I already marked it on your calendar. You know, you'll find it there. 
First so. of all, it's not my podcast. It's our podcast. <clears throat> Secondly, Thank you. we're booked, bro. We're booked for oof. uh Miko. Matt does a, a show. Matt also does a show on Wednesdays called the Mark Order Podcast. Yes, I mean, you should get just, booked on that. Absolutely, hundred percent. Just pretend. Just tell them you want to talk about AEW, and then just talk about whatever you want. That's pretty much what they do. So uh, we don't do guests <laughs> on Wednesday night. No. Sorry, dude. You're you're gonna tell me that nobody else that you do that show with would want to talk to Miko Maestro? You're out of your mind. <laughs> pretty sure at this moment, nobody else from that show wants to talk to me right now. So. Oh, you? We're, we're, well, you's a different story. We're booking guests for Matt's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, not my podcast. It's our podcast. Well, for now, it's part of your podcast. <laughs> it's not about me. <laughs> well, it was about you. It's all about Raven. It's all about Matt. It's all about no. If that's it's all about Miko, he's booking himself on everything. Let's do it. I support. <laughs> I support that initiative. Miko, I, I really hope, brother, next time we talk, we got this thing all squared away and in the bag, and it's going to be you against Tombstone because I can't fucking wait. And if you need me in somebody's corner, I don't care who it is, I will be there. You don't care whose corner you're in. I don't care. I'll be like Miss Elizabeth. I'll be in a neutral corner. Miko hits the ropes. I'll, Miko hits the ropes. I'll grab his leg. Tombstone hits the ropes. I'll grab his leg, too. I don't give a shit. This is that's Miss Elizabeth cared. That's why she was in a neutral corner. She didn't care. She just didn't want to get felt up by the crowd at WrestleMania four. And Pat Patterson had a protector of all people. But hey, so but I gotta say uh, the interesting thing about uh, this, as you, uh, how would I call you, smart listeners would say, uh, feud that we have going or beef. What's the slang word that kids use nowadays? Uh, between Trash. me and uh, Tombstone, it's it's kind of interesting because it started. In social media, and uh, we don't know where it's going. You know, like we don't have venue. I mean, I think for me, it's like any time, any place. You know, so we might be knocking on my door right about now. I mean, I know not now. I mean, it's like what ten hour drive from Yuda, so I'm good. I can stretch out a little bit, take a nap, and then uh, stream it live. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm sure we could take this on the road. I'd love to do more rounds with him. I'm gonna win each and every one of the matches, so it's kind of boring. But you know, we can watch uh, him eating a bunch of tuna pizzas. You know, we can have a large one. We can have Domino's sponsor. Yeah. So, but also, I want to say uh, I gotta get going soon because I gotta take my dog to vet. She needs her shots. Okay. So, uh, but I'm saying, Matt, you know, if you consider running a show in your neighborhood. Maybe the spring break gimmick, maybe Matt's magic bag. There's a lot of good stuff we have, a lot of good ideas. Uh, so I was thinking maybe we could do like a Ludwig Borga Memorial Battle Royale. So if you have like extra 5K to spare to get this giant statue of Ludwig Borga, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All right, Nico, uh, goodbye. I will, uh, I will, uh, I will uh, talk to the wife about this giant Ludwig Borga statue we're going to put on our front yard. <laughs> you know, you d you can DM me before, you know, you start throwing all these accusations out here. Like there's going to be a wrestling show at my house and you're coming out to the East coast. You know, this is a little heads up would have been nice. Miko. So oh, I, I thought you were on the same level, you know, like somebody's sending this message to my brain. I thought it was you. I don't know. I, there's something, something sketchy going on. Maybe it was Tony. No, it's Matt. Yeah. No, it's definitely Matt. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, well, make sure you're following Miko on social media at Miko Meister on Twitter, Miko.Meister on Instagram to follow 
this uh this this riveting feud this andre hogan level feud uh we're, we're patiently waiting i keep updating the twitter here uh to see if there's been any contact with tombstone jesus i haven't seen anything yet but hopefully uh things get back to him and i hope his uh shitty son sees it too because uh, i would definitely if we want to do like an undercard like me versus Otto von shit pants and like uh mma fight you know, I mean, I don't know fuck all about MMA, but I think I could beat the fuck out of him. Jesus. So, I mean, I'll try. It'll be entertaining. Again, I do it for the people. That's right. I give the people what they want. Yeah. All right. For years, I've been calling out Bobby Lashley. Do I really think I could hang with Bobby Lashley? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You believe that shit. He ducked you. He's been ducking for years. It'll be funny as fuck if he catches me and beats my ass, though, for a couple minutes, right? God, I don't want you to die, man. Like, I really well, don't. We got to, you know, we got to. Go behind the scenes. You make a deal. You know, just don't oh, kill me. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Jesus, can it really be worse than the one chip challenge? You know, sour milk. I don't know. You already, you've been there, man. Yeah. You're pretty much. I'm sure you can dead. take Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream, Miko. Miko, before we let you run, uh, anything you want to leave the fans with? Uh, yeah. So, anyone who wants to, how would you say, it, throw some fluid on this gasoline flame we have going on. Um, between uh, Mr. Jesus, Jesus, Johnson, Manny Lemons, Ooh. whatever you want to call him, whatever he's called these days, dad of Otto Van Clutch, uh, Finnish national enemy number one. Uh, so anyway, please like, comment, and share the Meister's Mailbox. Uh, so far, I don't know if I'll be making more episodes. Seems like the mail is very one-sided. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but uh, as long as Tony keeps... Mailing me, I guess I might as well read them out loud for the world, you know, if you can share his wisdoms. Uh, and Matt, yes, I got your letter too. Unfortunately, we cannot. I shouldn't put it here live. I think this is the high-quality podcasting platform where I could have read that vulgar, vulgar mail that I got. And, and Kevin, uh, if you want to send your mail, ask Tony for my address. Tony, please don't tweet it online. So, Wait, You guys are both sending him mail? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like letters? Yeah. All right. Like handwritten, old school. I got right. stamps for days. I mean, I yeah. will. If he gives me his address, I'll send him snail mail. I don't give a shit. Oh, you did? Oh, so he's lying. He said that you did too. What? Why are we shattering kayfabe by the second on the I don't show? know what's going on. I don't have his address. Tony's been sending him mail. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. Did he send mail pretending to be me? Probably because Tony's a ghoul. That's right. Or Big he ghoul. wants to be me. Also, don't say fluid on the fire. You want to put fuel on the fire. Fuel. Fuel, oh. like if you put in your car. Petrol. So, okay. So, all you listeners, if you want to put some petrol on this uh, dumpster fire, that's, this that's fuel of the year. <laughs> yes, it that's is oil. a dumpster fire. This is yeah. Dumpster. <laughs> yeah. This fuel that's going to take us all the way from uh, Salt Lake City to Matt's front yard. This is not backyard wrestling. No, whatsoever. Front yard wrestling. Uh, first ever Ludwig Borga Memorial Battle Royale. Oh, <laughs> okay, guys. I don't know. He wasn't a good guy. So anyway, <laughs> bye, Miko. Miko, okay, always a pleasure, you, my man. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. Be well, Miko. Miko Maestro, follow him on social media. Oh, uh, so, so, I'm sorry, one more thing. So, Kevin, you might not be up to date what's going on. Please oh. feel free to check out uh, Maestro's Mailbox, episodes one, two, three. It's Pretty much as exciting as the original Star Wars trilogy, so I highly recommend it. High quality Ooh. production, uh, brought to you by Shining Wizards Podcast. 
Oh, we're a sponsor, I guess. All right, there you go. We 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 dabble. All we right. like to support yeah. the community. We're good. Love you, Miko. All Miko, right. you're Take the care. best, brother. Take care. Miko, have a great night at Miko Maestro on Twitter, Miko.Maestro on Instagram, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Miko Maestro. Grab a shirt, give him a follow, tweet uh, at him and at Tombstone Jesus. Let him know you want to see that match. That's right. Yeah, and, uh, tell at Tombstone Jesus everything that uh, Miko's been saying about him. Let's let's throw some petrol on this dumpster fire. Yeah, let's let's throw some cream cheese on this fire. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think so they use petrol. I mean, do, do, doesn't most of Europe use diesel? Isn't diesel still the thing? Like Big Daddy Cool? Yes, yeah. Let's throw some Kevin Ash on this fire. Yes. Or throw some of... Uh, right, guys, Scott... take care. Yeah, get out of here. Go. Still here? Why, get Miko, the hell out of here. Why, why are you still here, Miko? Go. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to reach our, our receptionist to uh, book his next appearance. That's right. The payroll's not payroll has fucking Shanghai me, man. I had no idea. He wants me to be in this. He didn't even ask me. That's a good point. If what if to be t- in his corner? Yeah, man. Why is he gotta make I like Tombstone Jesus? Yeah, yeah, but was, he sandbagged yeah. you. Yeah, he really did. He didn't even tell me. Well, yeah. he already knew that I was on team tombstone, so he had a he had a grab at the next best thing. So you got your your straw got pulled, buddy. Yeah, but uh, I didn't agree to that. I don't understand. He fucking sends me DMs about nonsensical bullshit. Why couldn't he be like, hey, I want you in my corner? He Kevin, didn't even ask. Kev, you know what I'm waiting for? What's I'm that? waiting for the Miko and Matt double noggin knocker from Tombstone. Watching Matt fly off the apron after he gets his head clonked together with the finished phenom. Listen, there's there's money in that. There's, there's, money there's, millionaire, there, there's millions in that. Millionaire Fuck, Matt yeah. and Millionaire Miko and Money Miko. Miko, whatever his name is. Heads up. Money Miko. <laughs> money Miko. Heads up would have been. Is that too much for a guy to ask for? No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. No, it's not, Tony. Wrestling Listen, moves if... fast, bro. You got to be ready. Yeah, but you if the guy ready. trusts you enough to be in his corner, he should trust you enough to ask you ahead of time and not completely sandbag him on live radio in front of millions of people. See, you think it's sandbagging. I consider it a live opportunity. That's an opportunity of a millennium or whatever he said. But it puts time. Matt in an awkward space because we also love Tombstone Jesus. You know what Matt does? Before he hits uh, Jesus with a chair, he gives him the old Shawn Michaels, I'm sorry, I love you, and then he blasts him with it. Ooh, that's right. No, I don't think I would do that. Dude, work every single, like, cliche about wrestling into into like your gimmick everything yeah you should just be cliche matt everything just steal everything from the past just none Pump. of your promos make sense you're just stealing every single line you trip tombstone when he hits the ropes grab a meatball sub and start eating the sub yeah pull <laughs> a sock out, pull a sock out of your underwear dude give him a fucking socko absolutely yeah. so Throw somebody through a mirror every single night I'm really bothered by this. He just assumed I would be in his corner. You're so now, afraid. Matt, you may have You're... just been thrown into something you were not prepared for. He's oh, afraid I'll... of Tombstone Jesus. That's Ooh. that's the problem. You! No. Tombstone will hit you with the fucking pot. Here's, here, here's one thing I'll say about Matt. He's not afraid of anybody. I'll tell you what. I'm afraid of my wife. Uh, okay. That's fair, the truth fair, right there. Fair, fair. Me and Tombstone, probably closer to uh, things in common than me and Miko. Yes, that and I think that doesn't I think mean Miko anything. Though. I think Miko would have should have put that in uh into his consideration. Yeah, that was that was it was a little bit little bit disrespectful. I think Tony is more of a Miko guy. See, yeah. that's where I would have went. Like if I was Miko, I would have grabbed 
me personally, and I would have put you at Tombstone. I think that would have made more sense. So what yes. what was what was his role for you in this plan, Tony? What did he say that you were going to be? He said I Tombstone. could back up Tombstone. I said I got no problem with that. Okay, and I was the ref, right? Yes, yes. Mm. See, the problem with doing that to Tony is now you he's slighted Tony to assume that he he's like you're not good enough to back up me. Go back up Tombstone. That's all right. Tombstone knows he's got a solid backer right here. That's all. I mean, it's a you guys are you guys would both be solid seconds to to either one. Here's the problem, Kevin. I don't want to be a second. What, you want Matt to be, wants to be in the Matt, match. Matt, Matt, well, Matt go, wants us to be tag team style. Go to a school, train, bump, and then you can be the one. Just I put the need, ring in your yard, bro. We could train all week. All I don't month, need to go year. to school. I'll lay the smackdown on. Oh, here we go. Otto Von Shit Pants and Tombstone. Here, why? It's oh, not Otto, it, dude. You're taking on Tombstone. And and you know what? I'll fucking smack down Miko Meister too. How do you like them apples? Oh, wow. Four so, nah, way. All right, four I mean, a fatal four away. The guy was on the air with us for forty minutes, and you couldn't say this to him. I just no, thought I just, about it. I'm very disheveled, Kevin. Kev, Matt <laughs> talks so much shit. He said, "I'm around. coming on. I got some more stories to tell." So I thought he was like, and then this afternoon was like, dude, we were like, God, we gotta let this fucking guy talk about wrestling instead of fucking tuna pizzas and video games. What other goofy bullshit we've done with him in the past? He comes on here, he's throwing me under the bus like I'm gonna be his compadre yes. all of a sudden, <laughs> and, and also talks about tuna pizzas. <laughs> Does he? Maybe I don't like him. Did he ever think about that? Wow, love me. Look, can't, you don't about... know me. You can't just giving out my fucking government name. All right, I got an idea. Three way dance. You represent Francis Wright. Oh, oh fuck it, no. <laughs> Tony. Matt, Matt, can you kick him out of this of the stream yard, please? Can you? We have some real <laughs> wrestling shit to talk about. That's okay. Right. This is real life, bro. I don't. It doesn't get much more real I'm than Miko and Tombstone. Wrestling ring in my yard and paying to fly fucking Miko Maestro and Tombstone Jesus to New Jersey. What kind of crazy nonsensical bullshit are you on? Yeah, Matt doesn't spend his money on stupid shit at all. <coughs> AEW. <coughs> no, that's 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 a real <coughs> ring of honor, buddies. <coughs> don't you dare disrespect my wrestling buddies. <laughs> Dude. All right, and I was in the goddamn same building as WrestleMania four and five two weeks ago. So you shut your mouth. History, right. good. That That's and three dollars right. get you on the bus. Who gives a shit? I will gamble that three dollars. I was right. there for the Monday Night Raw when Shawn Michaels blasted the Undertaker with a chair. How do you like them nice. apples? I do that like was the them. build up well. to the first Hell in a Cell. Awesome. Before we get into a couple hot topics that we're going to talk about. I haven't had an opportunity to go on the air and discuss the Jay White situation. Okay. There's a situation. Yeah. What's the situation? I may have had a couple too many drinks. Oh boy. Oh wait. Did you, did you drunk and tweet it? Did you drunk and tweet it? Jay White. You got heat with Jay White. I talked. I talked. Look, there's been, there's rumor and there's innuendo out there in the world about, Thank you, thank you, Russian Alex, my man. Alex, Matt Bowman is a oh government man, government name. Matt fucking is, on there, it's too late now. Is a prince among men. Alex hurt himself. He's out of work. I know he's an old school wrestling fan. I gave him my Peacock login information so he could watch old school wrestling. Oh, nice. awesome! Um, if you listen to the Mark Order podcast every Wednesday night, you know that we went. I did not fuck you. I did not scare off Jay White. Okay. <laughs> 
This is the bullshit I'm talking about. All right, Kev, we I have went, no idea where this is going. Honestly, I have no. We clue. went down to AC for AEW. We stayed at the same hotel as a lot of the wrestlers. Oh, this. Oh, I know. No. Now I know where it's going. Okay. Oh no. I had great. I had great interactions. I talked to Ortiz. I talked to Giancarlo. Oh. I saw Kathy Hummer. Yeah, Hummer. All the friends of the Shining Wizards. Awesome. All friends. All great interactions. I said, "What's up to Adam Cole and Britt." Uh, I talked to Brit. Adam Cole and Britt. Listen to this fucking guy. I talked to Matt. I talked to Matt Jackson. I said, "What's up to the the Murder Hawk?" Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was late. Oh no. Uh, I was. These, in, with, please tell me you didn't ask. Snow? You didn't ask him about the Wonder Years DVDs, did you? <laughs> no. The, you asked about the Red Sox. Like, no. <laughs> I, this so I was sitting at a video roulette table with my wife, Mister and wife. Mrs. Money. My wife. Oh no! And walking down the hall, I see Jay White all by himself. It's got to be like one o'clock in the morning. He just wanted something to eat. I was like, "Holy shit, that's Jay White!" And yeah, they're like, okay. "You gotta go." And I hesitated. So I hesitated so much that post this situation, I walked away from the table. The video roulette and left my fucking phone there. I had to go back and get my phone. Oh, I didn't know that. I got up. I sat down. I got up again. I started to walk and we made eyes and I knew it was no go. I knew. <gasps> I, I was that's, like, this is not it. This yeah. is not the time. This is kind of the feel I got from the story that Kate right? told me. I didn't freeze. Yeah. All right. I just felt like he saw me. I was not in the right state of mind. Yeah. I went back to my chair. I also saw him again as we were going oh. up to the room. Like a child, I was very excited, but then he d- he did not go the way I thought he was going, so I decided to call the whole thing off. Definitely regretted not oh. just saying what's up to Jay White. It's such a tough space to be in. It's such a tough place. Because... Again, because of the immense amount of eye contact and your movement, I I totally get why you decided it was probably better to lay out. I probably look like the fucking girl from the ring getting up and down at the fucking Uh, table. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's so tough. And me and Kate talked about it last week. Like, it's so tough to, like, like, know that it probably will end up being okay, but you just don't want to pull the trigger I'm doing it, especially. I didn't know that he sat down to eat. That's a huge deal. You never talk to somebody well, he was, that sits that down was, to eat. There was only one place that was open late, so I knew they were all going that late. Like Lance Archer walked past us when we were playing, and I was like, "Murder Hawk," and he was like, "Yeah," and it, like that was it. We oh, walked by. Now, see, Murder Hawk would be a guy that I would, I would, I would pull the trigger on after the match he had. I'm sure he just wanted to find something to eat too. That's fair. Um. Yeah, we saw a bunch of other people too. Like we were at so the problem is there was this there's this place in the middle of the Tropicana. It's kind of like uh oh, I know, I know exactly what you're talking a, about. Look, I love I, we had a fucking great time, but it, they're open till like two AM and they just make like Boogie Nights? No, we didn't go to it was it's a frozen drink joint. Okay. I know yeah, I know it. And everything is like twelve dollars. So I got like one size and it was like twelve dollars. And then I went back and I was like, let me get the next size because I knew they were closing and she gave me a bigger size and it was only twelve dollars. I was like, fuck. And I was sucking those motherfuckers down. And uh yeah, Jeez. it just it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. We saw I saw the dinosaur without his mask on, very disappointing. Oh, that's the worst. 
heartbreaking. Uh, uh, we, you know, we were in there getting drinks, and Vicky Guerrero and legit Layla were behind us. And all right, so I might regret not going to this show because I, I would have been the one that would have initiated a conversation with every single one of these people. If I was drunk, I would have. Oh, would have been, would have been a bloodbath. I had my so that is my story. Regardless of what you hear on the Mark Order, look, I was not scared. I did hesitate though. Man, it happens, man. And then when we were leaving the next day, Sammy Guevara and Tay Conte walked by us. She oh. does not use an Instagram filter. I'll tell you that right now. She is stunning. She's a very good-looking woman. Yes. <clears throat> very, very, very good-looking woman. And the fact that AEW was able to figure out something for her when WWE couldn't is mind-boggling. I remember seeing Ty Conte, Taya Conte in NXT when she would actually wear the the gi the brazilian jiu-jitsu gi to the ring and that and then eventually she evolved a little bit and the fact that they let her go and that aew is running with her so great is god it's such just it's she's that good i think or she has the potential to be that good i'm glad you brought up aew kevin because the big news of the week oh boy cody rhodes is done with aew um yeah Last Tuesday morning, you woke up, and, and the rumors were out there that he was working without a net, no contract, uh, and then it looks like him and Brandy have uh, have moved on. They are uh, they're done with AEW. They both put out statements. Um, you know, a, a lot. I think I think this uh, up until recently caused a lot of questions for people because we stu- saw the stupid Paige Van Dant, uh, Brandy Rose thing. Uh, that happened on Dynamite. We thought that was going to lead to something. Um, Cody was an EVP. Yeah. So a lot of interesting developments in the last week. Where do you guys stand on this whole? And to Tony's, to be fair, Tony's been saying it for a while now. Every time we talk about WWE, WWE releases or someone from the WWE showing up in AEW, he said it's only a matter of time before somebody jumps ship. And I know he hasn't done it yet. But all the signs are pointing to a WWE return. And Tony always said, at some point, somebody's going to go the other way from AEW to WWE. So what do you guys think about this? I mean, Tony, I'll, I'll let you go first. <clears throat> I, I mean, is it really a surprise? Like, it, it's felt like over the past couple of months, like even for a while, like Cody just hasn't been fitting in. Uh, I don't think he's really... As much as like everything was going with him toward being a heel, even though he kept saying like I'm not gonna be a heel, I'm not gonna be a heel. That's not what I do. I don't know, man. It kind of feels like he just wasn't fitting into like the the, the direction AEW was going. And I won't. I'm tired of like talking so badly about Brandy Rhodes. But man, if anybody had like X Pac heat in that company, it was her. That woman couldn't do a damn thing without catching heat from everybody. Yeah. The only thing though that I'll say that I really enjoyed. When she was cutting that promo, I think it was on Jade Cargill when that, all that shit was starting. Yo, that was some funny shit, dude. That was that was the brandy we didn't deserve, but we needed. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, eh. And look, look, it is what it is. Like I said, people are going to leave. A lot of guys are getting cut now. You know, well, not cut. They're not being renewed. So there's a lot more of the talent that was from the jump in AEW, who's now looking for other places to start working and working more. So eventually WWE is going to, you know, reach out, start grabbing some of these people that they, they feel have value. Cody Rhodes, 
Not the biggest fan. Will he have some value? For sure. Will he go to WWE? I don't know. Wow. Dude's, try- Dude's trying to get into Hollywood. He's got like 55 TV shows on like TBS and TNT going on right now. Not, so. Maybe not anymore. Well, you you know and you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know if all of his stuff was necessarily tied into AEW or if this was... No, I, I from what I've read, both shows are not being renewed is what oh. I've read. Well, then so, I guess he's... Uh... I, I could be wrong, but Go Big Show, I don't think it's coming back. And Road to the Top, I don't think it's coming back. At least oh. on those networks. I'm sorry, Matt, go ahead. No, sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. So this is, take it with a grain of salt. This is from Meltzer. Uh, on Roads to the Top Season 2, the filming for Season 2 had begun, and TNT is exploring the options of what to do with the footage they already have. Those decisions are likely to be made in the coming weeks, but everything is up in the air right now. So I guess they started filming season two. Yeah. And apparently I I never watched it, so I can't really speak to how good it was, but I guess it did well enough. I mean, it's a reality show on a major cable network. So even if it has like, like less than great numbers in terms of wrestling show, like actual uh, real time TV shows, their numbers could be less, but it means more to the network. So, so with with that being, I, I've I've definitely heard that Go Big Show is not coming back. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Just just speculating, but I think the bigger story is 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 that Cody was a founder of AEW. He was behind All Out. He was behind uh, all of this, and the fact that someone that prominent is gone is no matter how you felt his character was going on TV, the fact that he's gone from there now is, uh, is a huge story. And I think Cody holds a whole lot of value going to WWE. Now what they choose to do with that value is another thing. That, can, I, can I ask? Can that's I, that's part two of the story. Can I ask a question real quick? I, when I hear Cody Rhodes, I think Jeff Jarrett. I think he's a great mind for the business. I think he knows a lot about the business end of the business. I just don't see him being one of those top tier guys in the business. All right. So I'm with you on that to an extent. The comparison I don't think is a hundred percent fair uh, because I think Cody is, and with all due respect to Jeff Jarrett, who I adore, I think Cody is heads and shoulders above Jeff Jarrett. Uh, okay. I, think, I mean, fair enough. I in what Cody, aspect? In everything, in promos, in appearance, in persona, in aura, in entrance, in everything. I think Cody, if WWE chooses, I mean, granted, it might not be the best time for him to come back when you have a, a Roman Reigns and a Brock Lesnar. But if Cody would come back in any other era, I think his value, people know enough now that he could be literally the top of your card. I don't see that happening if he comes back now. I but- tell you this, I'll tell you this much. With the whole Shane McMahon, Seth Rollins thing falling apart, you've got a built-in slot right there. And I don't think Seth Rollins is a terrible opponent for Cody Rhodes to make his no, return th- to. That would be a great WrestleMania match, but what I, again, just reading stuff online, I've heard that they're trying to maybe go Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins for Mania. Oh, okay. he's hurt, isn't he? I don't think that was real. Was that real? No, mm-hmm. I think it, the concussion wasn't real, but I think he fucked his shoulder up at Royal Rumble, and that's why they did that. Oh, he, okay. needs, he needs surgery. They don't think he'll be back in time for Mania. Really? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Well, if he's going to have surgery, he's got to be out at least a month. Like Mania is in a month, isn't it? Or like I, eight no, I, I didn't even know he was having surgery. Yeah, um, no, well, I mean, that that clearly explains the uh, the whole performance at the uh, Elimination Chamber because, yeah, like I had no idea he was as limited as what he was in that match. I just assumed that was just to get him out without taking the fall. Uh, maybe, no, I mean, I, I could get why you would think that, but I don't. I don't know if they would want to protect Lashley like that. Because some of, some of the headlines I saw were like, WWE releases an update. An update was in quotes. So, like, yeah, so it kind of so, made it seem like a, a like it was a, a worked thing. Well, well, yeah. Well, the whole thing was like, I mean, in the story, it was a concussion. They came out. They were all, <clears throat> excuse me, concussion protocol. And they're checking. Like, even the EMT or, or doctor or whatever, when they got in the ring... Uh, put the little like light in his eyes and shit like that. So okay. they were running like concussion, okay. syndrome, you know, concussion checks. All right. So he was him. legit hurt, but just not what. The... Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So gotcha. kayfabe concussion, that gotcha. that's what they were going with. Um, You know, it was real funny just as an aside when uh, Bobby Lashley was down in the corner and they were checking on him. God bless Adam Pierce. It made me laugh so hard. He gets in the ring, like with the officials. It was kind of like the Tony Gurria, chief J strongbow kind of thing. Yeah. He's literally eight feet from Bobby Lashley and he puts his glasses on. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking for eight feet away that you got to put your glasses on? I couldn't stop laughing. You know, he did that shit on purpose just to fucking make people laugh. <laughs> Had to have. There's no other reason. I, and I know, I know we jumped uh, way ahead, but no, no, no. Uh, that, that was just an aside while yeah. I thought of it. Cause we, we started talking Bobby, you know, yeah, potential, potential Let, stuff for, uh, for everything Cody. leads to something else. Everything leads to something else. So back to AEW, Matt. Uh, anything of note? I mean, Jay White. I mean, well, let's not get away. Look, Cody going back to the WWE is not the it's not absurd. We saw that happen with Drew McIntyre. He was let go. He came back. He had a great run. Jinder Mahal, the same thing. Yeah. Um, no. You know, to your point before, Kevin, like, is this the best time? Like, if Cody comes in and beats Roman Reigns, I think that's terrible. It's fucking mm-hmm. garbage. Um, the other thing is he was on this mountain where he's like, I'm not going to be a heel. I'm not going to be a heel after the shit with the throne, pretending to do a pedigree. Like everyone associates that with triple H in the WWE. If you bring him in and he's not a heel, I think you're already, all right. You've missed the boat. No, I, 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 I mean, I get it. I, I wouldn't be upset either way, but I think because triple H is so out of the loop now, like he's basically been like shunned for lack of a better word. From WWE, I think Cody has to come in as a babyface, and he plays that music, and and he just comes in and just now does he? I don't. He's not. Listen, I don't think he's beating Brock or, or Roman if he comes right. in. I he might be like an Intercontinental or U.S. title guy, maybe, but I I really want him to be a top guy there. I think he's earned it, and because we mentioned Drew McIntyre, but Drew McIntyre there wasn't an AEW when Drew McIntyre was gone. Well, he was the Impact World Champion. He, he was, was Impact World champion. champion. No, of course, but that's not the level that AEW is. That with all due respect to Impact and and Evolve, I loved both of them, but this is now a major guy from essentially a WCW esque promotion coming over for the first time. People know what that means. A million people a week know what that means. So, and they know what he meant before. They know what it meant when he was there. They knew his potential at the time. WWE just stuck him with a freaking face mask, a freaking stardust, 
you know, a, a brutal theme song, a, a mirror in the Titantron. Cody to me is a top guy, and it's just the timing is not great for him. Now, if you but the, the great thing about WWE is you still have an AJ Styles, you still have an Edge, you still have a uh, not a Christian, uh, a Kevin Owens, a Seth Rollins, uh, you know, all these, uh, you know, an Austin Theory coming up in the world. So there's places for him to be top without being actually on the top. So I think there's much better space in WWE for him than AEW rehashing what? Like, 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 I mean, I guess you could do both. You, he, he would fit in both places. Great. But coming back to WWE, I don't think is a terrible thing. Two, two uh, things he needs to do. One, either come in as heel Cody Rhodes. I agree with Matt, wear the suits, wear the ties, talk like an asshole, think that the world is his oyster, that he's going to make a big difference, go with that. Or, and you guys are going to fucking hate me for this. Probably. I absolutely, it was my favorite Cody Rhodes ever, Stardust. I fucking loved Stardust. Especially at the end when he was doing a lot of the Joker fucking, like the hoo-hoo-hoo and all that shit. Fucking Stardust was money. I don't give a shit what anybody says. How'd that work Bring out back Stardust. How'd that work out for him? Well, he left because he was pissed off, but he was fucking great at the role. Maybe he's a little more mature now. Maybe he'll fucking sink into it. I don't know. I mean, his brother made a career out of being. Yeah. And he still incorporates all that shit in his gimmick to this day, even, but, though, but, he's, even though he's Dustin. But he, but Dustin's career was not where Cody's was when started. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, that Goldust made that career for, for Dustin Rhodes. Let's be honest. He was a natural. He was awesome. But. Goldust made Dustin Rhodes who he is now, and he's the re- and Goldust is the reason why Dustin Rhodes is still wrestling today. I love me some Stardust. Stardust well, was a a, a a a net to try to revitalize Cody that just failed. Yeah, I loved Stardust. I loved it. Loved before, it. Before loved we move it. on from this Cody Rhodes conversation, one more question for you guys: Does Cody Rhodes move the needle? Uh, for me, for me, he does. I'll watch. You watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. Does he bring in new eyes? No, I don't think so. And look, it's fair fair to say a lot of guys have gone to AEW, and I've said they haven't moved the needle, and they haven't moved the needle. Is Cody Rhodes on that level? I don't think so. All right, I, I just I so Cody so. Rhodes is not on the level of a Daniel Bryan or a CM Punk. He's not. He, he, I mean, you could debate whether or not he's on the level of a Christian Cage or a Mark Henry, even though Mark Henry hasn't wrestled, but. I think the other I think the other thing is true. I think because there's more eyes on WWE, I think the other thing is absolutely true. I think if Cody Rhodes comes back to WWE, I'm I'm I know I'm watching. <laughs> I am. And I think a lot of people f- would feel the same way. Matt, what do you think? I'm just at the end of the day, it's WWE. And I think that's my biggest problem. And, and yes. this is a great segue into the elimination chamber because I think they're they're they're, they're just gonna WWE it. Yeah. Spin the wheels, not do anything right? progressive. Like, look, how exciting or how excited were people when, when they Biggie won the money in the bank and he cashed in, he became people were over the fucking moon about Biggie. He had it all. And then he yeah. went and lost every single fucking televised match. And then he lost the title, and now he's an afterthought. Yeah, I don't even. I can't even tell you what Biggie's doing. All I know is we got this this very entertaining Brock Lesnar, 
because I have, I have Twitter up over here now. Like, Homeboy came out tonight to open Raw. He's got a fucking cowboy hat on and a sweater, and he is the biggest baby face. He's letting kids touch the title. Like, he's having the time of his life against yep. fucking Roman Reigns. Again, I think this will be the sixth time Roman Reigns is main event at a WrestleMania. Nothing wrong with that. How many manias did Hulk Hogan uh, main event? Come on. It's a different era, man. Dude, Roman Reigns is a fucking star. He's been champ yeah. for like two years now. I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Tony this, on this. This run of Roman Reigns has been very successful. I will not argue. But everything uh, it's it's the same. WWE is giving us the same main events. But are are they when when Brock is like a completely different Brock than he was? Like Brock to me is like now like <laughs> like you just said, you you mentioned Twitter. He's wearing sweaters. He's rocking cowboy hats. This is like a Brock you want to root for, not just part timer Brock that just comes back. It, it seems like a more lovable kind of Brock. I again, just going by what you just said, right? And I get that, but it's not. It's still. I don't. I don't care to see Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar title versus title title. That's not me. And again, I do not watch the WWE. I get. Yes, I know. How do you say title <laughs> once and then the very next word you go tittle? Like what? The... <laughs> like so, you just said it. So who has the tittle and who has the title? Uh, the tittle is Brock. Yeah, Brock has some tittles. The, he's got them bitch tittles, and yeah. uh, and Roman. <laughs> Jesus, it's just not. I don't. It's just the WWE. They're gonna fuck it up. All right, so let me ask no, you. No, I don't. Come on, that's not fair. Those guys have been having amazing matches. Oh, you can shit on a lot about WWE, but when it comes to the top of the card, by and large, for the most part, they've been delivering. Like I know there's exceptions here and there, but dude, like Roman Reigns' shit, aside from that dumb ending with Seth Rollins, like his shit's been gold, man. Yeah, and yes. even the Roman, even the Roman uh, uh, Goldberg match wasn't terrible. Again. It's not for me though. I'm not tuning in. That's right. fair enough. Yeah. But I'm saying if you did tune in, I don't think you would hate it as much. Like, I don't think it's gonna bring you back. Nothing like they do will bring you back. But if you for the sake of us, if you watch it, you weren't hundred percent disappointed. No, and I think that's and I think that's a fair point because the WWE, when they do their pay-per-views, they're usually always Look, there's no doubt that the WWE has some of the best performers in the world. There's Absolutely. No, no doubt. You, if, you, if you're arguing that, you're silly and you don't know what you're watching. But it's, it's, the, it's like, I don't know how people sit through fucking three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown. Yeah. Like, look, case in point, right? You get, you get people all excited, right? For the Usos and the Viking Raiders, you fly these fucking guys to Saudi Arabia, and, and then we don't even get a match. Yeah, like that's kind of disappointing. And maybe it's just me because uh, you know Hanson's been a friend of the show, and and I know him, and 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 you know it would be nice to see them get featured because they're a fucking unbelievable tag team. It's just like, yeah, ugh. and people are kind of like, uh, brought like you took the title off a of Biggie to give it to. To Brock to give it to Bobby Lashley to give it back to Brock to give us this match at WrestleMania that was supposed to happen at day one. They they had yeah. to tie in the winner of the Royal Rumble. They had to do it that way. They didn't have a choice in terms of getting the title to Lashley from Lashley back to Brock, all that other shit. Yeah. And it's not super uncommon because Charlotte Flair was the SmackDown women's champion and she was in the Rumble too. So they they've pulled this kind of 
shenanigans before where like they kind of like circ to, in a sports reference they circumvent the salary cap to to make things work for them the way they want it to work <clears throat> so mm-hmm. they circumvent their story their own storylines to to get to where they need to be it's just uh you know again my opinion is this wwe they're going to fuck it up uh matt listen i agree with you i'm not I, I I don't watch it. Like I I like I'm home on Friday nights. I'll put on SmackDown here and there. But if it I I watch Rampage as opposed to to SmackDown. I don't, I don't care for the product right now. And it's the first time in a very long time where I've said that I just don't. They, it doesn't interest me. Like I even we get to done with this podcast at you know nine thirty. There's still an hour and a half left of Raw. I don't put it on. It's just it's just not for me. Hey Matt. Yo. Speaking of people fucking things up that have to do with the WWE, can we talk about the Elimination Chamber? We can talk about the Elimination Chamber. I don't know what you're hinting at, Tony. Oh, you don't know what I'm hinting at? <laughs> oh. Now, I can't yell tonight, so it's Elimination Chamber. I'll do it. <laughs> do it, Kev. Oh, you know what time it is. It's time. For our fighting wizard and elimination chamber style, all the way from that weird country of Saudi Arabia, we have picks going on right now, and the results are as follows. Now, I, now Tony, to, wait, to wait. Okay, go ahead. Oh no! No, 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 no one really fucked up anything. What are you talking about? Now look, you went perfect. Oh, did he? Yes, Tony, I did. Tony ran the board. He went seven and zero. Oh. Fuck yeah, dude! But me and Kevin with a respectable six and one. Oh, I'm sorry. Who won the day? You won the day, but you make it sound like I picked. Like when I picked the Royal Rumble, I went like fucking three and seven. Hey, are you closer or further away from first place after Elimination Chamber? I'm only five games back. I'm one game below 500. So yeah, we're early, <laughs> man. I didn't go backwards. You still back? felt like, well, you're still a match back. And that's okay. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that. As long as I'm floating above 500, I'm okay. Yeah, one, Kevin's only three games back. Two. Three. It's coming. I'm right, calling so it now. Tony is 14 and 5. I am 11 and 8. And Matt is 9 and 10. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So me and Kevin both picked the Miz to beat Rey Mysterio Jr. And then across the board, we all had the same picks. We all picked Bianca to win the Elimination Chamber. We picked Roman to retain. We picked Drew to win. We picked Ronda and Naomi. Um, we picked Brock to win the Elimination Chamber. No surprises. Yeah. So what was the one? What was the one match that was different between us and Tony? We picked you guys picked the Miz. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Usos and the Viking Raiders was a no contest. It didn't, didn't even happen. happen so. Doesn't even count. Who's that jumping out the sky? Ari Mysterio. Here we go. <laughs> Seven and zero. Oh, here we go. <laughs> T Donk. Uh, I'm, I'm a big T Donk guy tonight. I did not see any of the Elimination Chamber, but I do know what happened. I saw a clip of uh, Madcap Moss, and he's lucky he can walk. Yes. Scary. 100%. Horrifying. Uh, I know Bianca won, and she's challenging uh, Becky at the Mania. Yes. 
And I know Brock won the Elimination Chamber, and he won the title, and he is challenging Roman Reigns at Mania. Uh, from that, I can give the floor to you guys because I don't know. I mean, I know what happened, but I just didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Kev. Go ahead. No, no, you go. you go. The only thing I really watched, which is one of the newest uh, bonus episodes, if you're a Patreon supporter, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. Uh, I sat down with my son. And we watched the main event. We watched the men's elimination chamber match. And Matt just fucking quit the show, which is awesome. And let me tell you this. I enjoyed the match. Brock Lesnar, like Matt said earlier, he is just on another level with 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 uh with the gimmick, with the wrestling, everything, dude. Is he just everything. Going, is he just going to pee or did he really leave? Oh no, he's going to pee. I don't oh, know. Okay. I there's there's a message. I don't know. He's gone. He left. Yeah, he's gonna piss. There you go. He's just All going right. to pee. I'm going to have to do that soon, too. But, yes, I agree 100%. Brock Lesnar uh, is – it's so weird with him. I don't don't know what it is, but I don't hate that he's still around. No, I love it, dude. I love everything about it. Uh, He – Bobby Lashley was eliminated early. They kind of just took him away, and I thought thought maybe he would have came back, but they were like, no, he's done. So when it came down to Lashley and and, uh, Brock's pods – Yeah, but with the pods. Oh, he – Dude, yeah, Lashley's pod opened up first, and Brock's like, fuck this. He just kicked his way out of his pod. Yep. And the best is, dude, like you were saying, he eliminated everybody else, and it was him and Austin Theory, and he chases Austin Theory. Austin jumps back in the pod, and Brock just like fucking mafia kicks the pod open. Fantastic. Dude, I, I agree with you, Tony. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I think uh, I, I love what they did with I mean, not knowing the scope of the Bobby Lashley thing at the time, then not really knowing what the deal was with that, but his stuff with Austin Theory and his stuff with just making him look like... Un- like, Imagine if you can make Brock Lesnar look even more scarier than he's looked his entire career. They did that in the Elimination Chamber. They I mean, made him look more terrifying than he's ever been in his life. Yeah, and the great thing was Austin Theory was scared shitless, but then he gets the nut shot and he gets a couple of moves, and then after that he... Dude! Who knew that you could climb to the top of the Elimination Chamber and sneak out through the chains? Motherfucker was halfway out the cage. Dude, dude, I was laughing the whole time. I'm like, I can't believe they're doing this shit. Yeah, and 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 props to former former guest of the show, Austin Theory, for taking that that crazy uh bump. The F5, yeah. The F5 off dude, the top and, of the chamber. And I think I think we'll put it all over. Dude, people Wait, were Matt, going- Matt's looking Matt's giving me a weird look. People went nuts for Brock Lesnar when he won. They were cheering for him like crazy. And the best part was after he was given the title and he was celebrating, he was still pulling at his bag. Like his nuts were still hurting him. How fucking great was his that? magic bag? Matt's magic oh, bag. Dude, I was I loved the whole fucking thing. I loved it. Austin Theory has never been on this show. Yes, he has, Matt. No, he hasn't. Yeah, I don't think he has. Are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> 100%. Did he have another gimmick name? He was always I, Austin Theory, no? Yeah, he's always been Austin Theory. He's in Evolve, when he was in Evolve, he didn't do, he didn't do the show? Nope. No. That was Gabe Sapolsky. <laughs> hmm. I don't know who you're thinking of, but it was not... Uh, I could have sworn we had Austin Theory on. We've never had Austin Theory on the show. That's probably BB Hulk. We've never had BB Hulk. <laughs> Wish we did. Matt, I think you're wrong. No, I think Matt's right. We'd have to check on that. 
I don't know. I got nothing else on the Elimination Chamber. Uh, uh, I watched I watched the Goldberg-Roman Reigns match. Uh, it was fine for what it was. Thankfully, it was short. So there was that. Really Other than that, I got nothing else. Uh, anyway, uh, Lita, Becky Lynch, uh, Lita's reception and, uh, and her uh, appreciation there was incredible. So that was really fun to see. Uh, the Women's Elimination Chamber, seeing all of them being able to actually wear their I guess, for lack of a better term, appropriate wrestling gear, not having to wear these long ass T-shirts, was was cool to see. Dude, they uh, all look like dominatrix dominatrices. Like they were know. all like leathered up and shit, dude. Well, like well, they have to, they have to cover up their bodies up. Yeah, there, but it was neck. it was it was crazy just seeing them all like head to toe in like leather, like the pleather outfits and shit. Ah, it's not the first time that's happened, and, and in fact, it was worse. They would have to wear long T-shirts. Oh, over I know. That. I know. I've I've seen the I've seen the the history of the women's but, matches over there in, in Saudi Arabia. But it's 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 progress. It's there. I mean, whatever you want, whatever you want to say about what's happening over there, they're able to wear their own gear and and do their stuff and uh great match Rhea ripley is a freaking star um yep 100 percent. i don't know why some people don't see it. bianca deserved to win bianca should have won and the fact that we're going to get bianca becky is awesome and bianca should win again just like last year or two years ago whenever it was no it was last year it was, yeah. it was night one it was last year yeah. night one night not night not night till not night toe night, night all right i guess that's elimination chamber yeah i love it I didn't watch it. Can Good. You... All right. Uh, yeah, baby. Oh, I thought somebody muted. All right, we got Most one more people. one more uh, thing to talk about before we take a little break, and that would be uh, Impact Wrestling's No Surrender. Yeah, baby. Uh, which was their Saturday night vehicle live from, uh, I think they were in New Orleans, right? Yeah, they were live, which kind of makes me wonder if we should start picking these when they're live. Oh, I like where don't fucking put your thumb down. I because I know they're only like the ten dollar specials and their subscriptions for Impact Plus, but if we're picking Chamber, this was a live show that you have to pay for. So I'm thinking maybe we should start picking these. There are a lot of live wrestling shows you have to pay for. But if we're not paying for it, then we don't have to pick it. Matt has a very generous subscription. Well, then I'm going to start fucking making us pick everything that's on IWTV. Fuck it. I pay for it. No, Tony, you're being ridiculous. Oh, I'm being ridiculous. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ridiculous. Nonsensical shows. It's like, let's pick fucking dark. Let's pick dark elevation then while we're at it. Oh, you can't. The results are already out out there. Good. Then I'll fucking be 105 and five. (laughs) The only thing that's tough is I never know which impact specials are live or paid. But I knew this one was was live. So, like. I was like, eh. but I, you know, let sleeping dogs lie. Uh, fantastic show. Takeaways, Matt, from this show were the biggest one, of course, was going into the honor no more versus team impact stuff. It had to feel the entire time like uh, a WCW, WWE invasion angle type stuff where you knew someone was going to turn. Like you just had that feeling that someone was going to turn on somebody but you just didn't know who it was and even ah all right lisa i see you with the uh kevin with the haircut with some nice heart emojis heart eyes nice yeah we're doing it we're doing it um you knew someone was going to turn on someone i did not see eddie edwards doing it but it makes sense with his history with ring of honor 
and his history with those guys, it just totally made sense. And I, I didn't, I, I, I absolutely loved it. So that's takeaway number one, Matt. I don't know if, if you watch the show. I loved it. I thought the story they told, especially with them thinking it was so at the somewhere in the middle of the, the start of the show, a couple matches in Eddie Edwards gets attacked backstage. Yes. He's out. They're going to bring in Willie Mack, but people think Macklin did it. So they don't trust Mack. They don't trust Macklin. Exactly. And this is a story that they've been telling this. The, the members of this team have been shuffling throughout the weeks on impact. Like it seems like every week someone was pulled out and someone was brought back in. So it, it made sense in terms of content, uh, uh, continuity yes. continuity of the of the story where yeah just because someone's out means hey listen it's team impact man we're, we're here for we're here for the cause we can bring somebody else in that that supports the cause and of course maybe macklin was maybe dialed in to be the one that turned but he has no history with ring of honor eddie edwards heel eddie edwards i'm here for it i love it yeah absolutely and hopefully going uh forward in the next couple sets of impact, you know, at least the next one that comes up this Thursday, they explain, because maybe you're not familiar. Maybe you watch an impact. You're not a ring of honor fan. Eddie Edwards, triple crown winner. Uh, he, he really made his career yeah. uh, in ring of honor back in 2010, 11, 12. Like he was him and Davey Richards, the wolves, like some pretty classic fucking matches. Yeah. Um, so, so I thought it made great sense. And uh, I think it was a great move by impact. Eddie it's so has, good. He needed. Done, he, he needed it. He yeah, needed he's it. done all he could do for Team Impact. Like he was at, you know, he reached the end of his his. You know, it was what are we going to do next with Eddie Edwards? And this fits perfectly. Now they win, so they are contract. Like they have a job. They're there, Impact, which is beautiful. Yeah. So that's Love Kenny it. King, PCO, Vincent, Taven, Bennett, and Maria. So they're 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 going to be on our TVs now, um, or on our YouTube's. Uh, for Impact, which is incredible. And I'm sure they'll all be back at uh, Ring of Honor when they reinvent themselves. So it's, I, Matt, I agree, 100%. It was, it's something that Eddie Edwards needed because he he's like the one guy that was billed as a top guy in that company that like kind of really, and this is no disrespect to him because I love Eddie, kind of got still like, it's like, all right, it's Eddie Edwards. Like he's just here again. Like he's, he has a kendo stick. He's going to hit somebody with it. Like, what are you going to do with him? Right. And this is now going to put a new edge on Eddie Edwards that he hasn't had in a long time. And it's awesome. Right. There's only so many uh, Eddie Edwards hardcore matches. Yeah. Watch, right. Yeah. Eddie Edwards, Moose, Eddie Edwards, Tommy. Like it, there's only Eddie so Edwards, much. Sammy Callahan and yeah. Eddie Edwards, you know, whatever his feud is. So yeah, I'm with well, you. Well now, but actually now that you mentioned Sammy Callahan, if he comes back as a baby face, having a heel Eddie Edwards for Sammy Callahan, baby face, I could be there for that. Uh, having Sammy Callahan come back as like, He's waving the fucking impact flag. Could be yeah. awesome. That's brilliant. Brilliant, Matthew. Uh, all right. So takeaway, I guess, number two would be, uh, I guess, the digital media world championship. Uh, kind of a dud in terms of, uh, you know, finish. But, you know, Cardona's now a, a dickhead heel in impact. So he wins by disqualification after, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Grace gives a little low blow ski. Uh, well, that's a terrible way to say it. Uh, low, low blow. Um, and uh, so Akardona retains, uh, just re- reenacting his his uh, douche heel persona that he's made popular everywhere else he's been. Um, let's see what else, Matt. We got the, the world championship match with Moose and Cass. Moose is solidified as the guy, Cass is 
now not. Brian Myers on commentary, incredible. And the Bullet Club, Matt. That's a that shocked me. Yeah, uh, Jay White turned on uh, Tamatango and Tonga Leo. They are out of the club. They're out, and it looks like uh, it's Jay White, Chris Bay, and the Good Brothers uh, waving that uh, Bullet Club flag. It didn't look like they were too keen on Bay, though. I don't know if I don't know if he's long for the Bullet Club, to be honest with you. We're gonna have to find out. I think he's in though, man. They were they're promoting his uh, his his Bullet Club esque T shirt on the social yeah. medias today. So, Matt, let me ask you something about and Tony yeah. about Jay White. Yeah, he's a man. I know. I, I'm a big Jay White guy. Do you think that the pandemic and COVID and his involvement and impact? took a little bit of the bloom off the rose of how big a star Jay White could have been. Like, I know he was the guy in the new Japan, but for some reason, like seeing him in AEW now, which is awesome. And seeing him in impact is awesome. But to me, he doesn't feel like the guy that I want him to be. Like, I don't want, like, I want him to be like Simba or want to hold him up and just like, like, this is the next coming of our top, tier talent i don't feel that way about him right now the thing is like we're hardcore wrestling fans right it's safe to say even if we don't watch every week like you know who jay white is you know the significance of him showing up on your tv an impact wrestling fan and you could even say like an aew wrestling fan right doesn't get the how unbelievable it is that jay white is like you don't get and i know tony's gonna hate this the greatness of jay white like you don't understand he's good he's very good but i also think it's smart of them to he's there to get more eyes on the impact product and i think they do a good job of featuring him but not instantly putting him in the the main picture now right they could do with and same thing with aew like him and trent beretta to me and you and tony that's the main event anywhere. You watch Rampage for that. For yep. a casual wrestling fan, you're like, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, you're right. And like, it, I don't know. Like a couple vignettes, something, some promos would really, th- I think, do both companies a little service just to give you like the scope of like how big Jay White really is. I And, and here's the thing. I don't, for not being a super uh, New Japan regular, I, I know who he is. I know what he's done. I know what he's accomplished. I don't know. Even me, a hardcore fan, I don't know how big Jay White really is. Like I don't even know. So if that's like me saying that, that's like how. Imagine how that trickles down. Like shit runs downhill. Like imagine how that feels to other people that don't even watch Impact or watch AEW. Like Kenny Omega is a different animal, right? right. Kenny Omega to Impact was great. I don't get the same vibe and I don't think that I should or the same vibe. I don't get it from Jay White's appearance. And I'm not saying that I should, and I'm not saying it's fair to compare them, but it just like, that's like the feel that I got from when they brought him in. They wanted it to be like a Kenny Omega, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. I think they really, the, the Kenny Omega impact. I think they really fucked that up. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, he showed up, he cut a couple promos, like he wrestled like a handful of times. 
wrestled Christian, you know, wrestled. Uh, he wrestled Christian at a pay per view. He wrestled, yeah. you know, he wrestled on pay per view, but like, you know, they didn't met like AEW didn't mention that he was the Impact World Champion. He he'd come out with the belt. They wouldn't plug the show. They wouldn't plug their pay per views. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then like, he lost. Now he's not your champion. Yeah, he lost to Christian, and then right, he yeah. lost to Christian, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like here, I think there's. I think this is more of like a. See, I don't. I'm torn because he's on AEW too. He's doing. He's also on New Japan Strong. Yeah. And he's on Impact, right? He can't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make him be the top dog, right? Across all three platforms. Yeah. And we we, we talk about like another term that we all hate, but we all love at the same time: the forbidden door. If if somebody is so readily available on all of these different productions and being used in such a different way, it kind of hurts them more than I think it maybe benefit them. Tony, like it's like it's it's not the territory where there's no cameras on. Like you could lose in Pittsburgh and then win in New York without anyone knowing. But with New Japan, with you know, impact, with AEW, with NWA. It, I, I feel like for us at least it matters what you do here and there. I think they're I think what they're doing with Jay White though is again, I don't know what they're doing with Jay White on other platforms. So let me just I think, I think between so on New Japan Strong, he's essentially just doing an open challenge. Um and I will say I'm gonna say a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, turn off your turn off the stream, turn off it's everywhere. Muted. Um, he they did they just did a taping uh, on Thursday night, and um, Friday night they aired when Jay Lethal answered his open challenge, and then Thursday night, which will probably air in like five weeks, Shane Strickland answered his open challenge. This is what, and this is NWA. Yes. Oh, New Japan, New Japan. Yeah, because nice. they're doing the, they're doing their stuff here in the states. In Impact and in AEW, they're essentially kind of running the same storyline, right? Like. In Impact, it is a, it's it's Bullet Club. Who? What Bullet Club? What version of Bullet Club are you with? On AEW, it's a little more, little more subtle because you're still missing key players. Uh, I want to say they brought it up the history between Jay White and Kenny Omega. Obviously, the Bucks, Adam Cole, uh, all former yeah. members of uh, the Bullet Club. Uh, so th- there are a lot of spoons in the porridge, as I like to say. Um, and it'll be interesting to see the way they played out, but they are kind of telling similar stories on impact and AEW. And I think that will benefit them. Cause you're seeing yeah. him, you're seeing him on impact saying I'm the leader of the bullet club. And then you're seeing him on AEW, not saying he's the leader of bullet club, but also still throwing up the two sweet and still saying more with his actions versus words. I know yeah. my internet's wonky right there. So I apologize if I'm frozen. You're good. You're good right now, but it was just, uh, Going back to Impact, it was it was weird seeing staples of the Bullet Club, uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa, getting essentially outed now for the OGs, if you will, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Which it's going to be interesting to see where they go, and 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 I feel like all of the Bullet Club storylines are now essentially in America and not New Japan. Again, I don't know about what's going on in New Japan. You're you're pretty right there, Kevin. There's not the only Bullet Club members in New Japan are uh, El Fantasmo, Ishimori, Bad Luck Fale, um, Chase Owens, uh, 
Bone Soldier. <laughs> I love Bone Soldier. Uh, which is Taji Ishimori, so it's stupid of me to say that. Uh, who am I forgetting? Um, well, who's the pimp guy? Yes, that's Yujiro Takahashi. Yeah, pimping yeah, ain't so, easy. Yeah. Right, right, Tony? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I also, from No Surrender, I did like uh, Jonah and uh, Black Torus. All right, so... Is this this was just a this to me was a filler match. This was like put Earthquake against Hercules, a big guy that maybe poses a threat, but really you know has no shot of winning. So I kind of dialed out on this match. No disrespect to Jonah or Black uh, Torus Hogan, um, just had no interest at all because you knew the outcome immediately. I thought it was a great Haas battle. I liked it. I also think, uh, and I think this was kind of a consensus Saturday across the internet wrestling community. Eric Young one of the most fucking underrated dudes in he is so fucking good really good at everything that he does there's not his one match. thing that that eric young does that is bad no his his match was all, him and jay white had a great match and i also like that jake something won the fatal four-way yeah. and they're they're setting up something with him and trey miguel yeah and they teased the tag match for thursday on impact uh with uh trey miguel and uh and, and the countdown to impact was kind of decent too uh, you had Trey Miguel retaining the X Division Championship over. My memory stinks. Who did he beat? Fuck, who, did... I saw... fuck. who the fuck did he beat? I, just, I literally just watched it today. Ace Austin. It wasn't. Yes. Portland. Yeah. And so they're they're teasing the match between Trey and, and no. Jake. It wasn't. It wasn't those guys though, because they were in the four way. Oh. Um... Wasn't speedball. Oh it was. The the four way was Austin Jake Speedball right, but Trey Miguel beat um he beat somebody. Tony, who who was it? Tony, I got I pulled it up right here. Joe, uh, John Skyler. Ah, uh, yeah, Skyler. Yeah, you uh, you got the right. You got the first initial of the first name, Tony. And just to put a uh, put a bow on uh, this impact talk, Kev. Asian Joe says, I see Jay White being short-term in AEW for the story arc between the Bullet Club and the Elite. So are we getting a Hollywood versus Wolfpack Gang Wars type of story? Oh, I hope I, so. I hope so, too, because you know you know, I'm a sucker for a good, uh, for a good gang-gang uh, war and good invasion angles. But now who would, who would uh, Tama and Tangaloa, who would they recruit? Who's available for them to have on their side now? You could go, I mean, you go Bucks, you can go Kenny, you can go Adam Cole. Um, oh, so if they show up in A-Dub, ah, all right, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, great, great overall pay-per-view, by the way. Mickey James uh, and Tasha Steeles, phenomenal, good, good stuff there. Uh, Virtuosa had the open challenge for, I think it was the, I think she put up that Rhea Del Rhea championship against melinda uh, Mar- uh miranda, miranda. yeah miranda alize who's awesome yeah. by the way big and fan here's a fun story for you triple a had a card saturday night too taya valkyrie won a five-way dance to get a shot at that title the rio de janeiro championship Rio de reinas championship uh, that's right awesome good show oh sorry kev uh nope. so that is essentially impact um in a nutshell we didn't want to go too deep but i think we did uh yeah. t donk do you want to plug the network and then we can uh get on with our program 
I mean, yeah, the, the network should only take about a minute or so. I can do that. All right. Uh, this week on the network, these are the shows that are available currently to you on the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. That feed is available on all major podcasting platforms. Let's take you right to the top. Inconclusive Breakdown, their top 10 this week. Of course, they always bring you everything in pop culture and news, everything you need to know. Their top 10 this week was Crushes. So for their 400th episode, it's a great listen. There you go. Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Phil and Jay this week bring you coverage. Their throwback is Super Brawl 2. Uh, the Midnight Jury does a watch along. They watch the movie Things, and apparently it's the worst movie they've ever seen. Make sure you check that out. Ringside Rant, covering a, going into Super Brawl number 8. They watched the February 16th, 1998 uh, episode of Nitro, and they talk about that. Radioactive Metal. For Valentine's Day, Snowy and Aaron talk about their Valentine's Day crushes. I love the Valentine's themes on these shows, by the way. The Mark Order podcast, they go in-depth this past week about Cody Rhodes. They go in-depth about their visit to the uh, the tapings on Rampage. I think that was all the Atlantic City stuff. Check out the Mark Order podcast. Wrestling Night in Canada, GCW and Royal Rumble coverage from Snowy, Matt Copper, and Ducky. Check that shit out. And, of course, our brothers from Australia, good friends of ours, the Brocast. They spell it with a K, don't forget. They got the watch along for the February 15th, 1999 episode of Raw. Lots of good stuff going on right now. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com for all of your wrestling, pop culture, music, and all your other needs. It's all there. One spot. And Matt, what else can we tell the people about this week? Uh, if you are a fan of the show, you follow the show, you know uh, the Mott Spock and William Mercier. Well, they put together themselves a podcast. It is called Marking Out uh, with High Five Tom, Ring of Honor uh, Revelry. Um, it's available on Visionary Global Media. Uh, and him and Mercier go back to Ring of Honor 2012. Um, so their latest episode uh, they cover the Ring of Honor TV from February 25th, 2012, uh, and that drops on February 26th, of 2022. New show every Saturday. Uh, so check them out. Uh, and of course, if you want to support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, you can do so over at our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash wizards podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. That dollar gets you a plug on this show every week. Uh, and as you uh, pledge more, you get more. $3 a month gets you our watch-alongs and our bonus episodes. Tony did a watch-along with the Sun to Elimination Chamber. Me and Kevin talked about Super Brawl 4. Uh, so check that out uh, as you go up in tiers you get more perks five dollars a month we will give you all those and plug your social media websites uh, anything that we see fit uh, ten dollars a month gets you a box of wizardry minimum three months and anything above that uh, bigger better box of wizardry same deal three months minimum uh, so at this time, we're going to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Benny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Withers. Wizards. Uh, Danny, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Sean Toe, who was here earlier. Sean Kalejo down in Australia. Uh, Wait, Kate real quick. Let me stop you. Sean Kalejo, we don't shout him out enough. He is the impetus behind the creation and the beast that we call can you beat that i just wanted to give sean props we don't give him props enough for that but that's a huge part of our show now so thank you again sean i'm sorry matt continue 
No, you're good. Uh, Kate Hensler over at OnDeckIC.com, the Mark Order podcast, uh, the Fightful Post Show Friday nights for Rampage and SmackDown, Sour Graps with Alex doing the NXT review. And if you're listening to this live, you're in the chat right now. Uh, Kate is filling in on the Fightful Raw post show tonight. Uh, and I think she did something crazy, like eight fucking podcasts last week. So Kate is grinding. Uh, if you uh, love her, you support her, please uh, follow her and uh, support her in all these wonderful ventures. Macarifo, no relationship to the KJG. Uh, Maddie Mellinger, uh, Christine Friesendorf, the other half of the Sign Girls. Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Kenny Hossey, the Scotch Drinkmore of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Jay Kopp, the Big Cop of Pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Thomas Kopp, the Mott Spock. We talked about his Ring of Honor podcast before. Uh, Michael Hammond. Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro on the Twitter machine. Uh, Braden Bergen, the LeBron James of Elite Figure Collecting. Uh, Brandon Haney. Kerry Cowling. Ryan Schlong for the Mark Order Podcast. Asian Joe, who just chimed in a minute ago on Facebook. Uh, David Henry Bauer III. My man, Roll. Roll. Roll time. Mike Peterson. uh, Rob Humphrey. And last but certainly not least, his pal Antonio Horserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. The one, the only, William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, I know what you mean. Uh, so if you want to check, uh, check out all the bonus content we're giving you, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast. Uh, we're quickly approaching the two hour mark. Did we want to do the three count or do we just want to go into down the aisle or top five? Let's do oh, some yeah. three counts. Let's do some, Let's three, do some counts. three counts. Cause I got some three counts here. We can get through right away. All right, so we're going to do some new segments here, guys. If you've been a fan of the show, you know that we kind of like to dive into every episode and kind of go through match by match, and uh, it seems like that's taking up a lot of time. Um, So we are going to kind of change the format. We're still going to cover the shows, but we're going to talk about our three favorite things from that show, three moments, three segments, promos, whatever that made the show uh, memorable. So uh, I guess Tony's going to take the lead on our first three count in the NWA. NWA, everything was awesome this week. Well, not exactly. This is my three count. The number one slot, Raven and Tim Storm. I am getting tired of this story. Raven comes out every week, and he's telling uh, Tim Storm that he's not doing a good job, and Tim Storm called him out on it this week on NWA USA, and Raven told him to suck it up, and Tim Storm looked like he was ready to kick his ass. He told him, you got a problem with me. Go to go to Billy. Go to the board. Let them know what your problems are. Stop coming out ruining the show. But not only did they not stop there, no, 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 they announced that Medusa is now co-president and co-in charge of NWA USA. When will the hilarity stop? I don't know. Who did Tim Storm's cornflakes pissed get in? Whatever. Yeah. It's fucking annoying, and I'm pissed off. I can't even talk about it. Why are you uh, so angry about Medusa? I'm pissed off that they're usurping everything that Tim Storm is doing. The poor guy can't catch a break. What the fuck did he ever do to these people? Raven's a dick and Medusa's too much. Get him out of here. Now, let me ask you a question, Tony. This just applies to NWA USA. Yes, because Raven's a dick and he's trying to take away. Are things off the rails, though? There's many attacks. Here, did case in point, right? George South a couple weeks ago with a chair. Yeah, and, and and Tim Storm's got everything under control, but Raven apparently is being a dick. 
Hold George South is like 75. He does not have everything mm. under control. If old men are no. getting into the chairs. No. Tim Diapers. Storm's got everything under control. That's sound like it. Well, what do you want him to do? Put everybody in handcuffs until it's until it's time for them to wrestle? That's not that's not a feasible solution right there. I think Definitely he needs not. I think he needs to maybe, you know, set a precedent. Mm. So here's no like this is unacceptable. Where the Karina, the fixers are in the Crockett Cup. Why don't you boot them from the Crockett Cup and make an example out of them? Don't let them attack old man George South. Well, George Great South, point. George South probably got to keep his mouth shut once in a while, too. I love me some George South, but you know. Older fellas got to know their place, right? Am so I are wrong? you saying right? he deserved to get hit with a chair? I'm not saying anything. I reserve the right to comment on any any shenanigans and wrongdoings going on in NWUSA. Uh, number two, we got an interview segment with Scion and Matt's favorite commentator, Austin Idol. And Austin Idol saying that he's here to help. He's here to help Scion. And Scion turns around and says, I don't need your help. You know who I'm getting help from? My father, who wasn't just any world champion, any champion in WA, he's a former world champion. The plot thickens. It's not Austin Idol. Who could it be? A former world champion? I'm intrigued. But number one this week, of course, Team War Finals, your winners, Strictly Business, and guest of the show last week, Mr. El Rudo, Sam Adonis. They defeated The End and Rodney Mack in an awesome match. A lot of cheating, a lot of shenanigans. But fucking Tom Latimer dropping two big pile drivers, one of which was the stump version, like fucking Mick Foley and Terry Funk, where he just yanked and went. Fucking awesome for them. So they win. Yank, yanked and went. Yanked and went, baby. Grabbed by them tights, and he's going, and boom, and that was it. By the way, Jax Dane has not been with the end because Rodney Mack fucking beat him up and scared him off for talking shit about jazz. That's why Jax Dane wasn't around, and that's why the end actually grabbed the guy who kicked the shit out of their former partner to make him their partner. So there you go. That was a fun match, and that's my three count for the NWA. But like Matt said, we got the announcements of the participants in the Crockett Cup. You want to so, hear them real quick, or you got them? Uh, I have 14 of the 16. You would be correct because the 16th seed is going to be decided on night one. They're going to have a fatal four-way for that spot. And I don't know what they're doing with spot 15, but that's a TBD. So who knows? Maybe so, they got a wild card. Somebody's showing up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, let's hope. So the number one seed goes to Lara Balian. They are the NWA Tag Team Champions, so they get the one seed. Your 8-9 matchup is the end against Hawks Airy. Uh, your 5-12 matchup, Doug Williams and a partner to be named taking on the ill-begotten. And that could be any combination of Alex Taylor, Captain Yuma, Jeremiah Plunkett, and or Rush Freeman. So yeah. wait, so Nick Aldis is... Oh, is Nick Aldis fighting Cardona on the Crockett Cup? Okay. okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, Strictly Business is your four seed, Adonis and Tom Lattimore. They will take on Gold Rush, which is Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. Cool. Uh, your sixth seed is Matthew Mims and the Pope, uh, and they will be taking on the the eleven seed, the Cardonas, yep. uh, Mike Knox and VSK. Yeah, oh, love it. Uh, your three seed is the Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski, and they'll be there, taking on that, that. That's a mix up. The three seed is actually OGK, and the fourteenth seed is the Fixers. There's there's okay. a mess up there. Yeah, my apologies. No, um, you're good. But, I'm on the Wikipedia, so my NWA yeah, Wikipedia is a little off. So, uh, the seven seed is Stevens and Kratos. Yes, and they are taking on the Dirty Sexy Boys. Uh, and your two seed is the Briscoe Brothers, and they are taking on a team to be determined. 
TBD, baby. So is is Aaron Stevens like kind of like I I remember watching a couple of weeks ago. He was like so disheveled and so weird now. Like what's his yep. what's his what's his deal now? Is he He's, like a is he a, a a member of the the Church of uh the the what's his name uh Vandenberg? No. No, he's just he's just back to being weird Aaron Stevens like he was like a couple of years ago. Okay. Yep. He had a he had a rebirth after after uh Kratos was getting in his head, so <laughs> that's where he's at now. I love it. He he, he can do nothing wrong in in my book. Uh see. Kevin, anything to add to the NWA talk before we move on? Uh Matt, I um unfortunately I did not get a chance to watch NWA. So um can move on, I guess. Onward! So- for the MLW, Tony. We got a three count here, and boy, this is a good one. When did I ever like Los Parks? I've never liked Los Parks. However, That's they've been true. having... That's not true. When they were cooking. Oh, the, the cooking, the pendejo with Los the salt. Parks. Yes, I do love that. That That is correct. Well, I love them for their matches with 5150, and they had a banger this week, a ladder match, return match for the MLW tag titles, and it was a lot of fun, dude. It may not have been the fucking, like, the greatest ladder match of all time, but these guys were jumping and diving and doing shit. Homicide got involved. L.A. Park got involved. Julius Smokes was jumping around at ringside. 5150 retains. They get the belts, but this match was a lot of fun. Awesome shit. Number two, after turning on his brother, we finally hear from Richard Holiday and his main squeeze, Alicia Atute. Bro, so let me tell you something. So Their Truth or Trice segment, overweight, juiced up burden. Those are the words that Richard Holiday used to describe his former friend and partner and com- comrade, he, Alexander he, Hammerstone. He used those words? He used the words juiced up? Overweight, juiced up burden. How oh, great is mama. that line? Dude, uh, dude, they were selling this. And let me tell you something. Holiday was fired up. Alicia Atut was kind of like, dude, she was doing like subtle shit, like massaging the back of his head and like rubbing his shoulder and shit while they were cuddled up. This was fucking money. This was great. And they toast at the end. She's like, sweetie, calm down. It's Valentine's Day. She goes, here's to new beginnings. And he goes, and happy endings. And that was fucking money. I love this shit. I'm so happy for Richard Holiday, man. He's he's a he's a he's a talent. Loved it, but that was not that was not the biggest count of them all. That was not the clincher. Here's the clincher. Davey Richards, Alexander Hammerstone, fucking El Jefe. We had the contract signing, and these motherfuckers don't like El Jefe, and they were threatening him, and it was all kinds of shit going on. Lots of respect in the room. Lots of fucking testosterone pumping. I can't wait for this main event at Superfight Charlotte. It's going to be a banger. Davey Richards gets a shot at the MLW World Championship. Good shit from MLW this week. Good shit. And let me give you your MLW Supercard lineup. This is what it looks like uh, taking place this weekend, actually, down in Charlotte. Uh, Tony mentioned it. Hammerstone against Davey Richards, MLW Heavyweight Championship match. Stairway to Hell match between Jacob Fatu and Mads Kruger. Uh, Killer Cross returns to the MLW. Mm -hmm. Uh, The MLW National Openweight Champion Alex Kane defends against Calvin Tankman, Matt Cross, and ACH in a four-way match. Uh, The MLW tag titles are on the line as 5150 defends against EJ and Duca and a mystery partner. Uh, The Von Erics take on... Do you think it's Pac-Man Jones, Matt? I hope not. Uh, Ross and Marshall Von Eric take on the team of Ricky and Carrie Morton. Oh, God, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Enzo against Casey Navarro, Alex Shelley against Richard Holiday, 
Uh, the debuting Gangrel takes on Gnarls Garvin. That's big beef, isn't it? Uh, yes. That is, his name is Beef, I think was his gimmick. Big, big uh, beef. Uh, trios match, Arez, Gino Medina, and Mini Absi- Abismo Negro take on Puma King, Octagon Jr., and a mystery partner. So we got a couple mystery partners. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will be there. Who's he Who's he wrestling? He's just in a, making an appearance. Oh, brother. okay. Okay. He's there, brother, just to make an appearance. Um, Do we have two minutes? I got, a su- I got a surprise for Kevin this week. I got a surprise for Kevin. What MLW. MLW, Kevin. What about it? Top 10, baby. Oh, I was going to ask this. All right. Your world champion is Alexander Hammerstone. You guys want to start throwing some names? Let's see if we get the top 10 this week. All right. Uh, wow. All right. Um, I wasn't expecting this, Matt. You go, you go first. Uh, give me Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday is number six. Oh, number six. Give me EJ Njoku. EJ Njoku, uh, 10. Uh, uh, Alex Kane. Alex Kane, your openweight champion, number four. <laughs> Matt, go again. Um, Davey Richards. Davey Richards, your number one contender, yes. Give me Casey Navarro. Casey Navarro, not on the list. All right. Uh, Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu, number two. I love Jacob Fatu, by the way. I love uh, him, too. Fatu. Um, <laughs> uh, give me... Come on, Matt, we, met, we mentioned Matt, already. Matt, Matt, you go. Let's go, Mads Kruger. Mads Kruger, number three. Oh, give me um Pagano. Pagano, not on the list. But oh. isn't he a big star there? No, no, he was a big star in like Mexico. Come well, on, who he, else we got? Were you well, guys wasn't, the, wasn't the wasn't the Richard Holiday turn against a match with Pagano? Yeah, but that was because they were doing the the deal with Crash down there. They were in Texas. No, it was Mexico. Close no, it was Mexico. Texas. Um. Bunch sticks. Hold uh, on, just give me a second. Teddy Hart. Christ. Teddy Hart not on the list. <laughs> what about that deal with the peacock? Anyway, uh ACH. ACH not on the list, but they had what a good match this week too. Calvin Tagman. Oh. Calvin Tagman not on the list. <laughs> really? Not on the list. What are we missing? You're missing want me to go on? Kevin Kevin Koo. No. They each get one more guess. If somebody gets one right, we'll keep going. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, not on the list. Matt? Hold on. King Mo. King Mo, not on the list. Matt, you got one more chance. Let's save this. Come on. I know people in the MLW. I watched it last week. Oh. Uh, fuck. Number one was Davey Matt Richards. Cross. Matt Cross, not there. Number two, Jacob Fatu. Number three, Mads Kruger. Number four, Alex Kane. Number five is Alex King Muertes. Number six is Richard Holiday. Number seven, your cruiserweight champion, Tajiri. Number eight, TJP. Number nine, Enzo. And number 10, we got EJ and Duca. That was your top 10 for the week of February 17th. Good job, though. Six out of 10. Some of those are kind of tough. We didn't get six, did we? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You didn't get Muertes, Tajiri, TJP, or Enzo. You got got six out of 10. Not bad. You passed. All right. Good on you. Uh, You guys want to do my top five? Yeah, let me just run through this three count for Ring of Honor. It has been announced that the Briscoe Brothers will be defending the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships at the return show on April 1st, the Supercard of Honor in Dallas, Texas. Um, And they also announced that CM Punk is the final uh, entrant into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Really? Yes, that was announced today. So he's going in um, 
and him, the Briscoes, Joe and Daniels. Yeah. So Matt, basically what, what they're doing is they're putting all their eggs in this one basket. Like it might be the only time they ever do this. Do, do you get that feeling? No, no, no I think, it, I think it's just like, who's available. You know, like you couldn't get Samoa Joe. Oh, you know, you could get Samoa Joe. You can get, you can get, I'm telling you, these are like the biggest stars they've ever had. Kevin Owens, El Generico. You can't get those guys yet, you know? No, and I think Ring of Honor was kind of built on the back of these guys, right? No, I, no, of course. I No, I agree with that 100%. With the, the Briscoes, Joe, Punk. Daniel Bryan essentially saved. Yeah, this is this is a great this is a great class. Like if you're gonna do it, these are the guys to do it. Well, I, that's I why I'm it. thinking they're they're literally throwing everything into this. Like it might and, and it might not be, but it might be the only time that they do this. So let's get everyone we can in, and let's let's not be naive to think that it's not just a money grab too. Like I don't think is. they're doing like a a ceremony. They have to be right. I mean, if if GCW did an indie wrestling Hall of Fame, Ring of Honor definitely has to be doing something. Like you think you would think that these guys would probably come in and just make a speech or send a video or something. Like they, they got to be involved somehow. No, no? I, I feel like it's got to be a whole thing. It's got to be a production, right? Well, I don't think they're gonna do like a WWE thing, but I think I, like, I have heard the only thing they they've been doing is they've been announcing these guys as going into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, and then the following Monday they've been showing the Ring of Honor TV has just been. Um, a special episode dedicated to said wrestler with some of the greatest matches. Okay. <clears throat> and then uh, a special Hall of Fame episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling uh, featuring all the inductees airs on TV the weekend of March 5th. But nowhere in this have I seen anything wow. uh, that says there's going to be a ceremony. Okay. I stand corrected. All right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I have for Ring of Honor. And then I just want to do a quick New Japan one. Uh, before we get to Kevin's top five, and then we do uh, down the aisle. New Japan had their two, the 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 first really big set of shows uh, that took place after Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, we have new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions as Master Wado and uh, Taguchi beat uh, El Fantasmo. Uh, yes, I made the same face as you, Tony, uh, and I'm disgusted. Uh, they are the 69th tag team champions, and that's all that Taguchi wanted to be was the 69th uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. They took the titles off of Robbie Eagles and holy shit, who was Robbie Eagles' partner? Uh, Chase Owens, El Fantasmo. I was going to say El oh. Fantasmo. Oh, fuck. Taichi? Yeah. Brain farts for days. I have, it, have it in here. Rocky Jesus Romero. Christ. Chase. Um, Juice it was Tiger Mask. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a four-way match with uh, those guys, El Desperado, Kanemura, and Ishimori and El Fantasma. Uh, also on the same show, Sonata has finally captured his first singles title in New Japan as he beat uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. How did you feel that was received, Matt? I feel, I feel like a lot of people were shitting on like no charisma Sonata. I, I fucking I love Sonata. I agree. I love Sonata. I, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't speak. Look, if you're like a Tanahashi guy and you're like complaining to fucking air guitar and throwing up his thing, like, but man, give me cold skull all day. Yeah. Like he can go his that match, man. I, there's very few moments in the last like 10 years that we've been doing this podcast where I've literally jumped out of my chair when Jinder Mahal won the title and we were recording at the apartment and I fucking popped huge. Um, Wait, why? why, why? Come on. <laughs> 
Why? why? You popped. I don't remember this, but yeah, you, it was on air. We went fucking nuts. I went nuts. Did uh, I go nuts? No, I don't think you did. Um, <laughs> and then uh, in and then I was watching when he beat uh, when Sonata beat Okada in the G one. I thought the storytelling was beautiful. I've always been a huge Sonata guy, yeah. but he never he never got gets over the hump. And I think this is this is like. <sighs> If I remember correctly, I think a lot of us picked Sonata a lot to win. He had he had his title opportunities, right? He's had tons of title opportunities, and we we picked him to win the New Japan Cup, yeah. which is another one of my three counts. Um, but I I love the guy. I think this is awesome. They really told the story like him and him and Okada are the same age. Like I don't know what road we're going down, but Tanahashi's like wins don't fucking matter to Tan. Like yeah, he's fucking he's a legend. He's a legend in New Japan, and maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's going to have a good New Japan Cup. Um, also, on this, mat, the second oh, night. I, so, I love night, when you start laughing before you talk. So night one saw uh, Sonata win and this tag match. Night two saw Naito unsuccessfully challenge Okada, um, which was a phenomenal match. It also saw Suzuki wrestle Toriyano. For the King of Pro Wrestling um, championship, it was a dog Minoru. dog cage match. Wait, Minoru Suzuki? He was the it? king. Of, he was the champion. He was against against Toriyano <laughs> in a dog cage match, and the uh, <laughs> you have to see it's fucking ridiculous. You have to see it to believe it. The gen the point of the match is to lock your opponent in a dog cage. And um, Yano successfully locked Minoru Suzuki in a dog cage. No comment. And Minoru Suzuki was not happy. <laughs> uh, the guy's and, never fucking happy. What are you talking about? Uh, they announced the 50th anniversary show. It is loaded to the gills. Um, they didn't do the traditional route where it would be uh, the champion against the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Uh, so you would think they hinted at it night one Okada versus El Desperado, but they're not doing that. Uh, they're doing Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi and uh, Fujinami against Suzuki, Zack Sabre Jr. And Yoshihaki Fujiwari. So they're really going big with this 50th anniversary show. Um, they also announced that this year's new Japan cup will have 48 participants. Wait, what? Yes. How many is it usually? Uh, 30, 32, yes. 48? 48. <laughs> I guess it's going to be over a series of shows then. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. It, is, it runs from March 2nd to uh, March 27th. Now, will any of these be stateside? No, this is all New Japan. Okay. Because New uh, Japan... Well, all the, the, in Japan, excuse me. Yes, because I know New Japan is doing that. If they haven't already done it, that Windy City gimmick. They are doing that. That's coming up uh, in April. But yeah. this is strictly Japan. Uh, we will see the return of Kota Ibushi. Ooh. Uh, and he's been out since he dislocated his shoulder in the G1. Um, and we will also get to see uh, Sima. Seymour. making a singles return here so there's 16 first round matches and there's 16 buys um 
That just like when you think about it, like in like a sports aspect, sixteen people get buys. Like, uh, and I don't know how they. Uh, these are the they're. I'd have to do more research, but I don't know why that these are the people who got buys. All right, let's go. Minoru Suzuki. All right. Tamatanga. All right. Tiger Mask. Yes, sir. Tonga Leo. Leo Leo. El Fantasma. Oh, fantastic. Sonata. Oh, agree to Sonata. Uh, D- Doki. <laughs> All right, pass. Doki's fun. I don't know why he gets a buy. He's garbage. Uh, Taji Ishimori. All right, Ishii. Uh, Kosi Fujita. Not familiar. Uh, Kojima. All right. Jado. Jado. Bad luck, Fale. What? Good luck, bad luck. Uh, Yoshinobu Kanemura. Ah, I love a Kanemura. Uh, Dick to go. Take it, take it or leave it. Uh, Tenzan. Ah, yes. And NWO Master, and Master Watto. NWO original Tenzan. So uh, the first four nights will feature all first round matches. Um, I'm pretty fucking fired up for this though. So I right, listen, man. I believe you. you I know. love a good tournament, and uh, the winner usually gets a title match. Um, at uh, their next uh, summer show, they usually set that up, so that'll be fun. Listen, like again, wrestling is wrestling, man. If you if you like what you like, enjoy this because this is forty eight. Listen, it just gives us more wrestling. So, goddamn right. So that was the three count. We're trying to speed things up a little bit around here. Um, we don't have to do the top five. Oh no, no. no I, think, ah! I, I think actually, I think the top five might be the way to go out on the show tonight. That, that I think this is this is the main event, Kev. No, it's not. Don't don't build me up because it's no, really a lot not, of pressure, bro. It's not yeah. that good. It, but it was, oh, what did no, I it'll do? be good. Can it'll I be good. Yeah, you do? left. See you later. No, you're still here, big guy. Uh, <laughs> no, I just pulled up the notes page on my uh, thing. All right, so guys, this is Kevin's top five, and tonight's top five is something that's it's something that I thought of a little bit a while ago, and I just decided to bring it up today. We are going to do the top five wrestlers who brought props to the ring and then use them as weapons. So you guys are going to have to name the wrestler and the weapon. So, for example, I will not use this guy. He's not on the list. Jimmy Hart brought a megaphone to the list. He's a manager, so it doesn't count. But the megaphone would sometimes come into play to finish a match. Uh, so we're basically going with the top five props that were used as weapons to gain an advantage on their opponents. All right, big fart. That oh, was the All end right. of the music. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tony, do you want to take the first guess? Now, this is across all wrestling, or is this a WWE-based thing? Or I will tell you that. That's a fair, very fair question. There is one WCW and four WWE. So Ooh. no ECW, no anything else. Okay, I'll go for the WCW one. I want to say Sting and his baseball bat. That's a great one that I did not even think of. <laughs> we started off. We started off good. Didn't even think of that one, Tony. That that would have been up there though. All right. Fair I, in fact, I even have an honorable mention, and it's not even that. Fair. At least I didn't get no, Tony. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. I that should have been it. But he didn't really use it in his matches. He used it to intimidate people. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I couldn't think of a spot where he actually used one in a match to win. He yeah, really use it. 
Uh, can I get a hacksaw, Jib Duggan, four by four, <laughs> two by four? You can get a t- Matt, you can get a two by four, and in fact, it is number two. Wow, Duggan's Hacks- number two, huh? Hacksaw Jim Duggan and his two by four, number two. Didn't happen often. Wasn't a heel move, but it was just to get justification. A lot of disqualifications. So oh, uh, yeah, fuck, big boss man, nightstick, T Dunk, ring that bell. That is number three Woo! on the list. The big like boss man and his nightstick, both as a heel and a babyface. Love that nightstick. All right. There's a WCW one still in play, Matt. Yeah. He never used it to win matches, so I'm not going to guess that. And they would, he would come no, to the ring. I, I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you were thinking though. But he well, would come to the ring though. You're saying right? Like this is like a yes. This is something that's something that he brings that he brings to the ring. Use it, yeah. You kind of assumed it was gonna be a weapon, but you never really knew until gotcha. you actually used it. All right, so beefcakes, shears are not on the list. They're not on the list. That's I thought about that because he never actually used those to stab anybody. <laughs> Steve Blackman's nunchucks. No. Okay. Not even in consideration. Uh, Matt's favorite mounty, uh, cattle prod. T Donk, ring the bell. Number four, the, the, the Mounties shock stick. Yep. With the duct tape over it <laughs> on the top. Yes, that's number four. So the Mounties shock stick is number four. Big Boss Man's nightstick is number three. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's two by four is number two. And the other two, uh, one is WCW. One is actually both WWE and WCW. Oh, because he, he did it both in both places. A little hint there, Matt. Can I get uh, LaParka, the chairman? All right. So, Matt, I thought about this. <laughs> thought about it. But because the chair is like, why else would you bring a chair to the ring unless you were going to use it? It, had not, like, it just wasn't like there. Like, I, so, no. The, okay. the, I, I thought about it, but no. It, it was not oh, I just got number one. The model, Rick Martell, arrogance. Matt, I mean, Tony. That was the honorable mention. Because oh! <laughs> what other storylines did he really use that in other than Jake the Snake? Yeah, but he sprayed a few people. Oh, I know he? he did. And that's why it was honorable mention. It's literally like I have the top five and then literally below it's uh, Rick Martel arrogance. Oh. IRS's briefcase. All right. So, Matt, <laughs> you're right on the object. But you're wrong on the performer. Ooh, who else? This Not, is. Go ahead, Tony. You wouldn't. You wouldn't go Adrian Adonis pre adorable, would you? No, what are you talking about? All right, there you go. That's the Kevin I was expecting. <laughs> Let's go. And this is the WCW one. Oh, right object, wrong wrestler, WCW. Come on. Mm. Come on. Come on. I mean, you, don't you, have s- to, you don't have to just stick to this one. There's and you said IRS, right? Like, that was the... Uh... It, he said IRS, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not IRS. No. But it, it's the same It wasn't. Object. It wasn't like... It wasn't somebody like Terry Taylor or somebody involved no, in, like, nope, the York nope. Foundation. This is, this is uh, Monday Night Wars Hot Nitro era. Matt got it. 
Mongo. Steve Mongo McMichael with the Halliburton. <laughs> number five. Right, oh, dude. shit. Number, number one. one is. So number one is was both in WCW and WWF. Yes. And multiple people have used this gimmick, but this, I think, is the top one. And actually, we mentioned him on the show today. Ooh. Oh, Austin Theory. <laughs> yes. Former guest of the show, Austin Theory. I'm positive we had him on. I'm telling God you, we did. Damn. Uh, we mentioned him today. Very briefly. Gimmick on the. Hmm. A lot of people... Oh, fuck. Number one. Mr. Fucking Gold Pyramid himself, Jeff Jarrett and the guitar. Matt, are you okay with me awarding this to Tony? Of course I am. Because it is number one. Jeff Jarrett and the guitar. I was going back and forth between him and Hockey Talk Man, but I think Jeff Jarrett used it way more. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Jay, Jay, uh, Jay, Jesus. Jeff Jarrett like, fucking institutionalized the use of the guitar. Yeah, so there it is. All right, so I'll run it back for all of you people listening on Social Media World. Uh, number five was Steve Mongo McMichael with the Halliburton. Number four was the Mountie with the Shock Stick. Number three was the Big Boss Man and that Night Stick. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, ho, with the two by four. Number one, Jeff Jarrett, J A W R E W T. Jeff Jarrett with that guitar. Wrestlers and their props that ended up being weapons. Honorable mention, Rick Martell with arrogance. Hey, this is Moose. Sorry. Oh, thanks, Moose. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, this is Moose. Oh, I love Moose. Great to have him by. I had a great match with Big Cass, too. Actually, that, that was a sloppy match, actually. A lot of a lot of sloppy stuff. But anyway. All right. Um, I know we're running a little long. Let's just, I want to run a trial here with this down the aisle. I'm in. All right. right trial with the segment, aisle, baby. A new segment we're going to do, and this is this is based off of Tony's idea and uh, kind of what we are good at, where we just kind of, me and Kevin kind of did it uh, on the Super Bowl 4 episode. So if you're not a Patreon and you want to check it out, please, it's at the $3 tier, uh, where we kind of start one way uh, with a conversation, and we just kind of go, go down the aisle, down the rabbit hole, and... Uh, Man, we started with like Terry Taylor and Jungle Jim Steele, and we were off and running. Um, That's Max Payne. Yeah, Max Payne. So what I did here, I just kind of threw in, and we did not. This is not something we've we've done beforehand. There was no yeah. post show meeting. I have um, no idea what's about to happen. I pulled up a UWF card from March of 1986. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is bad already. Yeah, this is the one you want to jump off with. You know what, though? It's really not. So, I, so I'm going to go down the card. I don't think any of us have ever seen this event, but that's not the point of this. This gotcha. here. Okay, like this is what they gave you if you were in Springfield, Missouri on March 5th, 1986. Brett Wayne Sawyer. All right. Uh, he wrestled Gustavo Mendoza. Mendoza! <laughs> Tracy Smothers took uh, on Blade Runner Sting. Ooh. Now that's a match I will have to go back and try to find. Steve Williams, Dr. Death, took on Blade Runner Rock. Oh, which is fuck. the ultimate warrior. 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 Dude. Hulk Hogan. 
Dr. Okay. Death against a, a very young warrior? Oh Dude, my Dr. God. Death probably beat the shit out of him. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Now, if you thought Brett Wayne Sawyer was Buzz Sawyer, you're nope. incorrect because Buzz Sawyer was the UWF television champion and he defeated David Peterson. Yes, the very world renowned David Peterson. Sounds like a referee's name. Did he fight a referee? Wasn't it wasn't that the trooper? Or am I thinking of another Peterson? You are thinking of another Peterson. This feller passed away in 1993. RIP. From Motor Ran Dunfall. Motor Ran Dunfall? What is that? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Motor right. Ran Dunfall. <laughs> DJ Ran? The, the DJ from, from Night yeah, the Motor Ran, then it done fall and he died. That motorboat oh, son of a bitch. I forgot. But this All right. It's a German website, so. No. Oh, sure, sure it's in Frozen. Uh, Coco Beware defeated Eddie Gilbert by DQ. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's a great match, that. probably. Uh, Jack Victory defeated Terry Taylor. All right. Holy so, Matt, shit. talk me through the career of Jack Victory. Because I only know him from. He wound up in a wheelchair in ECW. That's all I remember him from, ah! is ECW with Rhino and Steve Carino. Jack Victory, former former guest on The Shining Wizards. Yeah, right. the, the same show as Austin Theory, I believe. <laughs> I want to say oh. Jack Victory was big in Japan, wasn't he? Didn't he wrestle in all Japan? He did a lot of stuff in Mid South. Yeah, but he, I thought he I thought he made a name for himself in Japan too for a while. Was he? Type 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 type. type. Yes, because I think. You, yep. You never guess. Jack Victory was on the show with somebody else. Our show. I know. I know who it was. Ah, it wasn't MJF because that was PJ. Um, but it was someone good. I think it was ah. someone good. Well, you know what I mean. Like it's a le- it was a. It's a wrestling legend. Oh, Jack Victor- oh, Tony, go. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, Bobby Fulton, was it? Wasn't. It's one of your favorite liners. So this could be now wrestling legend now is taking a different term because a favorite was it Fran, uh Sonny? No. No. Uh Hawkins? No, that's no. not one of Tony's favorites. He's though. a legit wrestling legend. Steamboat? No. You're getting J- closer though. Think J- about your think about your favorite liners. Raven? No. You laugh every time. Tugboat? No. Uh, I laugh Tino, or he laughs. Tino Santana. Both, both of you laugh. Teddy Biazzi. There were <laughs> <laughs> some good ones. That's wow, the, we, it was Teddy Biazzi. We talked to Teddy Biazzi and Jack Victory on the same show. We did. Well, you guys did. Uh, that, so was that, Jack, that was that. That was an apartment vehicle. Wasn't it was. It, it was. Yeah. I think it was Halloween too. Look at that. Uh, Jack Victory spent a shitload of time in Mid South wrestling. Um, like a lot of time. He was doing a lot of jobs. Uh teaming with fucking Jake Roberts against the Rock and Roll Express. Oh my uh, god. Kelly Kinski? Kelly Kaniski? Maybe. Kaniski, yes, Kaniski, yeah. There you go. He was on I the it, That's jelly, that's uh Gene Kaniski's son. He did a lot of jobs in uh-huh. uh in Mid South. And then uh like we're super familiar with him from his stuff in ECW. In a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. He did a lot of stuff in the NWA. But he was just like a job guy, man. Yeah. 
losing he, the missing the missing dude. link. Oh no, he was a he was the world class uh, TV champion, and he lost it to Mark Youngblood. Ooh, one of the Youngbloods, Mark and Jay. But I'm he took it from Dave, Dave Peterson. Oh, fucking world renowned Dave Peterson, the esteemed referee. Dave Peterson, who just so happened to be on that mid uh, UWF show, which I have to get back to now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this. Ah, fuck. Okay, hold on. UWF. Sorry, sorry, no. sorry, 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 baby. Sorry. By the way, while Matt's while Matt's doing sorry, um, Big Bang was this weekend. Serious Sports Entertainment. Our girl Jazzy Gabert over in Germany. Oh, that's right. What a fucking weird show, dude. This was her baby. This was like all of her, like her conception. And yo, they had fucking like, uh, they had cabaret dancers. They had like a metal band playing some metal music. A couple of the wrestlers came out, started jamming with them. Yo, it was all over the place. It was their first like real like foray. So it needs a little bit of tweaking. But I liked her vision. I like what she was going with it. So big props. To so it was it was more of like a variety show with wrestling as opposed to yeah, not a lot. Or was of... it a wrestling show with a little bit of pizzazz? Yeah, exactly, in. exactly. Okay. And some of the talent on there was really actually Joey Legend, former legend of the Joe uh, E Legend. Yes, just Joe. He was in the yeah. main event. He uh, he wound up uh, losing in his chance to become the first serious sports entertainment world champion. He lost to Tarkin Aslan. Oh, Fucking yeah. great talent, by the way. I, th- I believe he teamed with David Peterson at some point. Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. There was a lot of good talent on the show. Some of them, some of them were a little rough. Some of them like could use a little refining, but overall, I enjoyed it, man. For something hey, different, it was cool. God bless her. God bless Jazzy, man. Just doing what she, just pursuing the passion project for all these people out in Germany. If there's wrestling all over the world, support it. All right. I got me. I got myself back to where I needed to be. Here's your fun fact. Uh, he wrestled under the mask as the super destroyer and lost to Steve Williams in under two minutes at NWA Clash of the Champions nine. Is this David, <laughs> is this David Peterson? Oh, no, Jack Victory. I'm sorry. Oh, Jack Victory. Yes. So Jack didn't get the victory. All right. uh, he also spent some time as the Russian assassin. A lot of people Are you an assassin, Jack uh, Victory? Number two. Uh, in 1989, NWA WCW. Oh, God, why don't I remember this? Because he was under a mask, Kev. Oh. <laughs> All right. Story That's checks out. Weird. <laughs> Man, could you imagine going to a fucking house show? Rick Steiner, your world TV t- champion, taking on the Russian assassin. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought that was a drop. Uh, tag team title match featured the Fantastics defeating the Sheep Herders. Oh, that's a blood feud right there. there. I like that. Fantastics and the Sheep Herders beat the shit out of each other. Dude, the Sheep Herders beat the shit out of everybody. But that, dude, that was a rough ass feud, dude. Stan Lane, Steve Kern. Yeah. Wait, that was the Fantastics. No, no, no. The Fantastics are Bobby Fulton Bobby Fulton, and Tommy uh, Rogers. Tommy yes. Rogers. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Here's an embarrassing thing. Uh, I did not realize that the sheep herders were the bushwhackers until like 1997. All right. That's, that's not fair terrible. enough. That's ter- That's not bad because a lot of people didn't realize the bushwhackers were the sheep herders. Like, yeah. Well, they completely like, yeah. Did people complete... didn't know who the sheep herders were. No, they did a complete like 180. They were doing fucking like death matches. Yeah. Like forks and people's for it. Like Abdullah the butcher type shit. Yeah. And they show up, they lick your head. It's not weird. Yeah, well, they were all carved up when they showed up. I just thought they were ugly. I didn't realize they were just fucking slicing each other up. Dude, 
for tell me years. tell me somebody who, a team that was so hated and so loved and actually luke and butch weren't the original sheep herders there was somebody else before them and then luke and butch came and took it over so there's a little nugget for you Ooh, there. like a butt nugget all right if that helps you no it doesn't help us <laughs> a butt nugget <laughs> We have so many great names for the show. Like it's just ridiculous right now. It's butt nugget. Butt nugget. It's like a like those old McDonald's commercials with like the chicken nuggets. You dip it. Butt nugget. No, hot pocket. Butt, butt nugget. nugget. I dropped my butt nugget. Butt nuggets. <laughs> so Matt, uh, yeah, don't think too hard, brother. So Butch and Luke are the originals. And then at some point, there was a Jonathan Boyd. Yes, that's what I meant. And there was a Rip Morgan. Who? Boyd is who I was thinking of. Ready? This is why this concept that that Tony wanted to do works so well. Rip uh, Morgan. Butt Nugget Morgan. uh, (laughs) Ended up teaming. With Jack Victory in WCW. And Get WCW. out of here! <laughs> they were known as the New Zealand Militia. All oh, jeez. Right. Wait, so was, that in check- right, so- was that in a Crockett Cup? Was that in a Crockett Cup? So I think what I was thinking of was Jack Victory was the manager of the Sheep Herders. And he was for, for a short time. That's what I was thinking of. And that's crazy how that ties in together. But Nuggets... They were oh, not in the Crockett Cup. They were not in the Crockett Cup, Tony. They were in the NWA World Tag Team Championship Tournament, where they faced and lost to the Dynamic Dudes. Fuck yeah, dude! Johnny Ace, also a former flag bearer for the Sheep Herders. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Butch and hey, Luca, uh, we're gonna have to let you go. Hey, uh, we got nothing for you. We got nothing for you to do. Uh, maybe uh. <laughs> Maybe you can go lick some heads in uh, in Memphis. If you how, how about this? They spent their summer feuding with the Dynamic Dudes, and then WCW repackaged them as the Royal Family. Rip Morgan became Ripper Morgan, and Jack Victory became Jack O Victory. Jack O Lantern. I don't remember and, any of this. And they added the manager Lord Littlebrook to the group. Isn't Lord Littlebrook the the yes. short person wrestler? Yes. yes. The, the midget. Oh. Hey, by the big. Yay. What do you got to do? What do you hear? What do you say? I'm doing a Gito now. And then they were put into the WCW United States Tag Team Championship Tournament, losing to Brian Pillman and Tom Zink in the first round, who went on to win said tournament. Wow. Wow. Bro, they were there till 1993, apparently. Who was? The, this. This. New Zealand militia royal family. I don't remember that at all. I don't okay. either. And we literally watched, like, for our watch logs, we watched WCW in his era all the time. Their last significant, I guess they were paid until 1993, but their la- last significant appearance in WCW, WCW, fucking A, was uh, April 28, 1991, where they teamed up with Black Bart. To, ah. to unsuccessfully challenge the team of Junkyard Dog, Ricky Morton, and Tommy Rich, who were the WCW six-man tag oh. team champions at the time. Yeah, Robert Gibson was out. I remember that. I remember Tommy Rich teaming with uh, 
with Ricky Morton for sure. God, Wildfire. they were like a tag team that just they were just so they leave WCW. My apologies, they were not there till ninety three. They were there till ninety one. Okay, this weird tag Still, team of, of Rip Morgan and Jack Victory go go to the GWF Global Wrestling Federation, and now they're the Maulers again. They're oh, in- the Maulers! I know the Maulers again. They're in another tag team tournament. This time they lose in the first round to the tag team of Wet and Wild, which was Steve Ray and Chaz and Sunny Beach. Sunny Beach. Oh my God. That's a that's a legend right there, Sunny Beach. Did I ever tell you the time I, I ran into Sunny Beach and I mistook him for fucking for Fred Ottman? <laughs> you did not. I did this in front of Andrew Anderson at the fucking thing in Queens when I went you... to go see when I went ah. to go meet Bruno. And I <laughs> I called him Uncle Fred. And you fucking called Andrew Sunny Anderson Beach Uncle and he Fred? goes, No, that's Sunny Beach. That's not Tugboat. And he just started laughing like Matt laughs when somebody fucks up in front of him. I don't know how you could have ever mistaken the two. Dude, I don't I was I don't know, man. I was all fucked up. I was excited to meet Bruno and I fucking thought Sunny Beach was fucking Tugboat, brother. <laughs> Tugboat's been on, Tugboat has been on our show, right? Yes. Yeah, all right. So how do you not know? I was confused. I got confused. Wow, Sunny Beach. That's like a indie legend. That's a, a a New Jersey, Florida indie legend. And I mistook him for fucking Uncle Fred. There's another go. legend. Of course. Who we still have to get back on to talk about Sopranos. Okay. Uh, uh, and then back on this UWF show, right? Jim Jib Duggan. Jib. He was the North American champion. He defeats Karista Korchenko, mm. who mm. was God bless you. Yeah, big time, big time. Was nobody we would know. And that was the big North American belt, wasn't it? Is it yes. worse than the current North American belt? Yes. Oh, was dude, the... it was a huge. It was huge that belt. Google it when and you get a your, chance. Your main event was, of course, a bunkhouse battle royal, won by none other than. Terry Taylor. God, really? Man, remember how we butchered Terry Taylor on the on the bonus show? Dude, his career is fucking weird. The it fucking rooster no the roost, the rooster killed his career. It did. Just did. And it's a shame because that's all like I I my first memories of him are the fucking red rooster. But yeah. then you hear people talk about his mid-south run, and apparently he was like one of the best, right? Yeah. Great talent, and he he still was a good talent. He still like he beat DDP on that on that show that we talked about in '93 or '94. Just no one no one gave a shit about Terry Taylor. All right, Tony, that's like we we gotta we have to have a burp a burp uh burp button clock for for T Donk. Sorry, I had Taco Bell earlier today for lunch, and it's still coming back to haunt me. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. All right, are we done with the rabbit hole? I'm fucking tired, dude. I'm serious. so, so essentially, down the aisle, and this will it'll evolve into uh, not every week, but a couple weeks. We'll do something essentially just like that, where we kind of go down uh, said rabbit hole, yeah, and, or uh, down the aisle, yeah, down the aisle. Excuse me, down the aisle, and uh, you know, you'll see where see where it gets us, right? Yeah, dude, it's it. This was probably the most fun that I've had. <laughs> like, this the show is incredible. Yeah, I think I think going forward, and and uh, we didn't really talk about this super much, but I think going forward, I think we're kind of gonna maybe. There's so much wrestling, and it's so hard for us to cover everything 
that happened in the last week every Monday night. So I think we're going to try and go back to our roots where we talk about a couple things here and there and then kind of have fun like that where we go down the aisle and just uh, be ourselves and and uh, do what we know best. And that's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling and yeah. being dicks and oh, being well, dicks, not super dicks, dicks. Hey, speak for yourself. If I'm getting dick, I'm getting a super dick. Uh, you're getting a super dick. You're going to foot long, a foot long if you will. Foot long. Uh, next week, we have uh, two guests. It'll be the last two guest show for a while. Uh, Kid Bandit, <laughs> Miko Maestro, and <laughs> and Den Moth. It's going to be actually a Kid Bandit who was uh, he's featured on AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. He was trending a couple weeks ago. And Steve Monster Mac. Uh, oh yes mac is celebrating an anniversary i think 20 15 20 years in the wrestling business uh so that's next week march 7th carl fredericks uh from the new japan uh la dojo uh new japan professional wrestler he'll be joining us on the 7th and that's uh, a big get matt we got a lot more lined up we're working on march hardcore we're working on uh these three counts and this down the aisle kevin's top five we're bringing back can you beat that uh we might do an open challenge so a lot of spoons in the porridge, as I like to say. We're this. revamping. We're reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Trying to update ourselves. That's Fuck right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Listen, there's a lot of stuff you can listen to, and we just think that you guys listen to us. So thank you. And if you. this is your uh, first time listening to us, follow us all forms of social media at Wizards Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch TV. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Shining Wizards. I think we're like right there we're on the cusp, 199 subscriptions uh, or subscribers. So if you could be that 200th, we would give you uh internet high five. Fuck I yeah, will dude. Give, I, will, I will give you this Shining Wizards bottle opener. In yeah. your hiney. And in your right in your butt. So we'll be back next week. Uh, episode three seventy four is next week. Uh, uh, five seventy four. Five seventy five. Jesus, Jesus, dude. I I butt fumbled that too last week. I thought it was five seventy two or five seventy three. I didn't know. Butt fumble. Matt's. Well, this has been Matt's special bag, as our, our guest tonight, Miko Maestro, put it. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we sign off of this wonderful broadcast just follow us on all of our social media at wizards podcast on instagram on twitter follow matt follow tony uh on your on your individual platforms uh because we always share we always share whatever we post on there so just do it we thank you and we appreciate you rock on that's it that was weird sorry i liked it all right go ahead tony Go ahead, what?